What is up, Grinders? Holden Kushner and Eric Crane doing a little Yahoo Tournament edition today. I just learned that Crane's down in Carbondale, home of the Southern Illinois Salukis. First time we've worked together, but my goodness, if you got if you're down in SIU and you got a little baby, we got a lot to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only thing is we're both sober, so we're actually nothing like everybody else in Carbondale. Uh, we're gonna get sober. Everybody drink. Oh, just over there. You're sober. No, you're. <laughs> Yeah. You're so wasted. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to do a wasted lineup. <laughs> How you doing? It's good to work with you. Yeah, you too, man. And I am quite sober today. I, I myself, am hanging out with the kids. So I asked them a whole bunch of questions about who we should start today. And uh, they're going to be on fire, I'm going to tell you right now. We got good. a big we got big slate. We do have a game that's already postponed, though. We got the Orioles and the White Sox. That game is done because of weather there's a couple other games that are definitely in jeopardy because of weather as well especially down there in kansas city and i want to remind everybody you can get your questions in uh like and subscribe on our youtube channel which is roto grinders youtube channel we'll get some questions from there as well so eric i'm just looking at the slate tons of games a couple will probably be chopped off i like the fact that the white Sox orioles game is gone uh makes a little easier decision process but my goodness it's all about pitching. I'm just looking up and down. There's so much pitching tonight. And on Yahoo, you got to have you got to have numbers from your two starting pitchers. So what are you thinking? What's the strategy, strategy for tonight? Well, you know, I mean, I think you have to start with Trevor Bauer, obviously, facing Miami. They're, I mean, just one of the worst offenses in recent memory. You know, and plus it's a ballpark upgrade for Bauer as far as pitching goes. And I'm looking at a guy like Trevor Bauer, and I say, Right, where's the downside? I'm not really sure I see it against Miami. And if you're spinning up, that's who you're spinning up for. Obviously, Blake Snell. Uh, I'm ignoring Blake Snell. Like, it's with the weather that's going on down there in Kansas City, I'd be stunned if the game played. Yeah, he's a stud. He's not going to be a stud for me. I don't think he's going to be a stud for anybody tonight. But you see a lot of these options, like right around the $50 range. Herman Marquez, tough matchup at Milwaukee. Luis Castillo, he's a fine matchup. But, boy, I just struggle to pay that price for Luis Castillo. Garrett Cole, great pitcher. Tough matchup. Zach Grinky. that actually might be one of the better plays just because, I mean, the Yankees right now are rostering a double-A offense. You know, there are a number of guys down here that I think you could play. I also think there are some cheap options. Let's just scroll down here. A guy like, I think, Sandy Alcantara on the other side of the Miami-Cleveland game. Is he great? No, but Cleveland, that offense is also just atrocious. Alcantara, while the mat, you know, he did not throw it all that well against Cleveland in his last matchup. It's still a guy who's there's unlikely to be a ton of runs here. He does have a little bit of strikeout upside. And I think Alcantara is fine if you want to save a little bit of money. Well, a couple things I want to get into as far as the strategy then, because you're paying $61, 61 out of your $200 budget for Trevor Bauer. We got our projected ownership here sitting at 25% right now. You love the matchup. You love the stuff. I mean, Bauer's got a 28% K rate. The uh, Marlins strike out 27.5% of the time. So, I mean, this matches up where it's going to be a double-digit K night, but $61, there's got to be pivots down there. I know you talked about Blake Snell, and you know, for $2 less, I'll take Trevor Bauer. But if you wanted to pivot from that, he's still really expensive. He's probably going to be under 5% owned, Blake Snell. Well, uh, the problem is that game's probably not going to play. That's one of the games that Roth has. I think it's it's orange red, right? It's something just like silly. I'm there are those four games we talked about weather earlier that I'm just pretending don't exist. Okay, what are those? You know, yeah, like like on especially on a 15 game slate, I like doing that. 
Pittsburgh and Texas looks really ugly. Roth has Tampa, Kansas City is red orange. Anytime the R word is involved, I'm just done. I, I don't mess around with it. So I, normally I would love Snell here. If this, if the, if I knew this game was going to play, I actually might play Snell before Bauer. But since I don't think the game's going to play, I just don't see a reason to do it. It's just it, it, there are just too many options to risk it tonight. I think. All right, so you go down from 61 to Herman Marquez. Uh, Herman Marquez has been really good at home, too, in Coors yeah. Field. He's on the road. He's 51 bucks. Colorado at Milwaukee. Still, I, I have not heard anything about Christian Yelich yet. If Yelich is gone, i definitely bumping up Marquez mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, I don't know if the ceiling is going to be as high as guys like Luis Castillo or Granky, like you said, or Garrett Cole, but Herman Marquez – is he a tournament play? Is he just a tournament player? Could you use him in cash too? No, I'm not messing with Marquez in cash. I'm probably going with Bauer and then just kind of finding whoever else fits after that. But, you know, a guy like Marquez, he's not as good against lefties. And you look at this matchup with the Milwaukee Brewers, we see Christian Yelich. Again, not lineup's not out yet, but potentially for Yelich, Moustakis, Grandal, Shaw. That is a lot of lefty power against Marquez. And again, Marquez, he keeps the ball on the ground a lot, 50 or 47% ground ball rate, but he's just not – it's so hard for me to play Marquez tonight because I'm almost for sure playing Bauer, and if you play Marquez and Bauer, then all of a sudden you're left at $11 per play, and it's just – that's awfully tough to make work on Yahoo. Okay, and then we'll go down to $50. Luis Castillo has some of the nastiest stuff out there. I mean, it really is a lot of fun watching him pitch. Who's he going up against tonight? The Mets. He's on the road against the Mets. They've got a sub four. Seems like half the teams are well over four tonight as far as their um, predicted runs. You look at St. Louis and Washington. Yeah. I mean, my, my goodness. But then you look at Cincinnati and the Mets. Vargas is pitching for the Mets. That's going to be a disaster. I love the Cincinnati offense tonight. But uh, the Mets going up against Castillo. This is an interest, interesting spot at 50 bucks because I personally think that Cole is going to be more popular than Luis Castillo. This might be a guy that I actually pay up for a little bit. If I'm looking at my SP1, I'm not completely opposed to him whatsoever. Yeah, you know, I think that I would just rather play Cole. You mentioned the match with the Mets. It's really weird because everybody loves the Reds offense, right? Everybody loves the Reds offense today. Everybody, oh, the team, you know, even though the team total is not there, it's a pick'em game. Like it, this is really weird because it's a total of eight in a pick'em game. I like, I mean, I like Castillo fine, but twenty-four percent strikeout rate for Castillo and the uh, this lineup for the best strikes out of the twenty-eight percent clip. You take a look over at Houston, whereas Garrett Cole has a thirty-five percent strikeout rate. And the Twins lineup strike out of the 21% clip. I think that the upside and the floor, honestly, is just more for Garrett Cole. So I'm going to side with him despite the tougher matchup. Yeah, what's Cole striking out? 36%. But yeah, that's an interesting tough. matchup, man. The, the Twins offense might be the best in baseball right now. I mean, they lead in OPS. They're up there slugging everything, getting on base. They do strike out a lot, though. We want strikeouts. We're talking about a dominant pitcher. But, man, I think – People might be sleeping on this Twins offense. If you have yeah, really they're pretty good. They're great. Yeah. I mean, top to bottom, they can just crush you. And um, listen, I like Cole, too, because of the strikeouts. But this – I don't think I'm going to be overweight on him whatsoever. I'm, I actually might cut back a little bit because I'm afraid of the Twins. Yeah, see, the thing is with the Twins, like you look at the top lineup. All right, Kepler, Polanco, Nelly Cruz, Rosario. All right, those guys are all phenomenal. All of ISOs, 200 or plus strikeout rates you know Kepler 
Polanco, Rosario all strike out 17% or less of the time, Cruz is at 21%. Then you get to the bottom of this lineup, though, and there are just so many strikeouts for Cole. CJ Crone, 24%. Jonathan Scope, 24%. Adrianza, 21%. Jason Castro, 30%. Byron Buxton, 25.5%. I mean, the thing with Cole, yeah, I know that the Twins' top four is a lot better than you're typically going to find, but those bottom five, man, they're just – is there some power? Yes. Is Garrett Cole probably going to give up a home run or two? Yeah, probably. I don't care because I think he's going to have over 10 strikeouts tonight. So that's what I'm going to be loading up. Wow. On. 10 K's. Can you, can you pair Cole up with Bauer and still make a team, make a lineup? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with Marquez. You would have a, uh, you'd have 11 per play. Obviously you're going to have to find some value. We're going to kind of take a look there and see what we can find, but I mean, can you do it? Yes. Is it tough to do also? Yes, it really is. I mean, Peraz is just sticking out of me again at eight bucks, but we'll get to the offenses in just a little bit. All right, then there's Grinky, who surprisingly is averaging seven Ks over his last five starts. He's going up against the Yankees team. This is going to be in a National League park. That team is just stripped down offensively. I guess what they, if they stick LeMahieu in there, he's not going to be the DH. I don't know what they're going to do with him. 50 bucks, Zach Grinky. We have him at 5% ownership here, projected ownership. So that might be a terrific way to go in a tournament. Yeah, I think a tournament's Grinky is really interesting. I mean, just looking at this Yankees lineup, so many people are banged up right now. DJ LeMay, who expected to return today, he'll play second base for the Yankees. But again, implied total under four. Grinky has been pretty darn good. The strikeout rate's at 24%. The Yankees lineup strikeout rate's about 22%. And Again, bottom of the order, it's going to be really rough for the Yankees, especially, like you said, no DH. That is a big deal. And, um, yeah, I think Grinky in tournaments is really interesting. I would rather play Grinky than Luis Castillo. Grinky over Luis Castillo. Yeah. And then, I mean, you look at Castillo. Where are we at with Castillo? 50? So they're all there. They're all the Basically, Marquez is 51. Yeah. Castillo, Cole, and Grinky are all 50. You got, they're the same tier there. Yeah. I mean, I, I would rank the pitchers over on Yahoo today. Bauer, Cole, Grinky, Castillo. Okay, very good. Uh, Cole Hamels on the road at Seattle. Walker Bueller, who has not been the same guy this year as we saw uh, last year. And then Chris Paddock. This will be interesting. Christopher Paddock going up against an Atlanta offense. Inciarte's out tonight. He tweaked a hamstring, but this offense is in Atlanta still crushes the baseball. Uh, Hamels, Bueller, Paddock, any interest there? No, <laughs> yeah, I guess Walker Buehler. I guess Walker Buehler would be the guy that you'd have to really look at in San Francisco. I'm done playing hitters in this park. I'm just finished. Like I, I tried it the other night. Every time I've tried it, I've never been happy afterwards. It screws me. It screws me. Um, the problem with Buehler, I mean, look at these innings. He's only gone over six innings one time in three starts this year. Um, look, the matchup's great from a run prevention strikeout standpoint. It's really good. The problem is you're not saving all that much going from a cold or a Grinky down to Bueller. You're only saving four bucks. So I just don't see what the point would be is to go down to Bueller. Um, Cole Hamels, I'm not picking on Seattle with the lefty. Yeah, I, I'm also not buying that Cole Hamels at 35 years old is suddenly good again. That's a little bit weird of a uh, thought. Chris Paddock, I'm, I'm really torn on because some people, some really smart people that I trust really like his game. You know, 30% strikeout rate this year. You know, walking 8% of guys. Pretty darn reasonable. Um batted ball profile as far as ground balls go the problem is 45 percent fly balls 43 percent hard contact i actually think the braves could be one of the sneaky stacks on this slate and one of the reasons is 
I, I tend not to like pitchers that only throw two pitches, <laughs> you know, and look, I know that he throws gas still walk rate at 8%. Paddock throws a fastball and a changeup. He about 10% of the time will throw a curveball. That's it. And against the Braves offense, that is just really freaking good. I mean, he's still giving up 43% fly balls, 43% hard contact against lefties, 48% fly balls, 43% hard contact against righties. I would honestly rather stack up the Braves than play Chris Paddock. Stack up the Braves rather than play Chris Paddock. I mean, the fastball is some nasty stuff, but I'm not as worried about Chris Paddock either. I'm just, I'm looking at the K prop here. Paddock's at five and a half. Bueller's at five and a half. You know, actually, if you're into betting, please listen to my podcast on the Roto-Grinder Sports <laughs> Betting with, uh, ah, come on, I'm going to shill it, with uh, Thomas Casale. Bueller is Bueller's had more than five Ks one time this year in those four starts. And he hit eight one time. I kind of like the under on Walker Bueller, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, it's you're, it's really difficult to want to take the over because it's not like some of these guys, like Cole Hamels, if he's throwing well, he's going to go seven or eight innings. Garrett Cole, same thing. Walker Bueller, we've seen this time and time again with the Dodgers. Unless your name Clayton Kershaw and it was, you know, and it's 2016, you're not getting more than six innings out of these guys. So, yeah. So to me, I just, I never play these guys. And look, sometimes they throw that 95 pitch gym where they get six and a half innings, zero runs, 10 strikeouts. And I lose those nights. That just happens. But to me, Bueller's one of those guys that I just don't see a reason to play him. Dude, there are so many pitchers tonight. My God. So then we get to Vince Velasquez and Julio Tehran. Velasquez has some, uh, strikeout potential there. Velasquez sitting at $40. Then you drop down to that next tier. Just a real quick word on Velasquez. I think I think he's going to be pretty popular tonight yeah. just because of the strikeout upside, the matchup there. I, To tell you the truth, you want to go SP2 with Velasquez? I've got no problem with it going up against Detroit. Yeah, you can always play. You know, it's like the, uh, the American League's Miami Marlins. Like, you can always just play pitchers against these guys. Big favorite. Minus 190 favorite in the game with the eight and a half run total. So, I think Velasquez is fine. I think Tehran is interesting. I really, like, he's somebody. Really? Yeah, he's somebody that's always struggled with lefties, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's been the same thing year in and year out for Julio Tehran. And listen, I mean, here are the lefties for the San Diego Padres tonight. Greg Garcia, Eric Hosmer, Mejia, uh, Francisco Mejia. That's the list. None of those guys – yes, I know Greg Garcia hit a home run a couple of days ago. Good on you, Greg, former Cardinal. Love you, buddy. Eric Hosmer was not a former Cardinal because he did not sign with St. Louis. Love you, too, for not signing with St. Louis. And Mejia's not somebody that scares me either. I mean, it's – Toronto's been really good throughout his career against righties, and I know he's somebody that we've always picked on a lot. You know, 27% strikeout to righties for Toronto. That's a huge number. Yeah. Now you throw it in there with the lineup – in San Diego that strikes out 23% of the time at a five buck saving. I would just rather play Julio Tehran tonight. I, I honestly don't even think it's close at 35 bucks. Yeah. And uh, again, the K prop there is six and a half, same as Velasquez. Yeah. He struck out six, what, five times this year. So Tehran really not known as a K pitcher recently. He's, he's gotten that up quite a bit this year. Good matchup for him. Yeah. And you know, I know we were talking about a lot of these stud pitchers. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me to see Velasquez and Julio Tehran score with some of these studs like would it shock me if toronto outscored you know somebody like german marquez no luis castillo no really wouldn't i don't see a need to pay you know i know we were looking at our screen right now where we're looking at some of these stud pitchers like colin bauer i don't see even reason to go up to two of these studs unless you're just doing it to be contrarian which is always especially in baseball 
that's always fine if there's some cheap offenses you like. But to me, I just don't see a reason to go up to those guys. I would rather play Bauer and Julio, goal and goal. I'm still in hockey mode, man. Cole and Julio. And hey, just your blues, are, your blues are in it, baby. They got a chance to make a run. That's okay. They're already making a run. It's, uh, it's good times. Oh, settle down. One round does not constitute a run. Okay. One and a half runs. One and a half rounds. <laughs> not even a half yet. Call me when they're uh, halfway through the second period. All right. So listen, as we move along, and I, lo- I love the strategy there. Are you going to lock in, lock in your first pitcher? Lock in your first pitcher. I mean, I'll throw in Bauer. Like, there's just so little downside with Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Okay. I'll put Bauer in there because I can't see your joint on me, but don't worry about that. So then got- you, went, you went down to 33. You liked Alcantara. Tell me about Alcantara tonight. Yeah, you know, the more I look at the pricing, I can't play Alcantara ahead of Julio Toronto. On DraftKings, like where he's 6100 bucks, roll the dice, absolutely. But on Yahoo, I just don't need to do that. Uh, Julio at $35 is such an elite value. I don't really see the need to play Alcantara. If you want to play a guy, like if you need the four bucks or something, mm-hmm. I would suggest getting to a pitcher. Rick Forcello, he can screw us again, right? Uh, every Not so- me. I, yeah, somebody puts Rick Forcello in your lineup. You're like, not this time. Uh, no. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, like it's, I understand like wanting to play him. And I'm sure they're going to be out there, people out there who want to play Rick Forcello. The dude just gets rocked, man. Like every single, and if you watch him, it, it's he's just not getting dinked and dunked. Like, I, I, I'm just not messing with Purcell. I'm trying to find anybody down here cheaper. Griffin Canning. I know some of the uh, some of the guys that I know over at Baseball Perspectives like him. How much is he? Because I don't even see him down here. I was looking for thirty-one him. bucks. That's why I didn't see him. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of. Yeah, I mean, he was he projects at about a strikeout an inning guy. Mm-hmm. Big favorite against Toronto. Good weather for pitching over there. Toronto, you know, they they got no hit by David Hess almost. I mean, this is just not a good offense. Well, real yeah. quick on Canning, Eric, because he had his three starts. He was up in Salt Lake. So the PCL is a very tough place to pitch. Yep, hitter uh, friendly for sure. Rock there all the time. My my issue with that was he had 80 – he didn't go past 83 pitches in any of those three minor league starts. But they just sent him down to Arizona to get 90 pitches. So – I do wonder if he's gonna if he's gonna push between eighty five and ninety tonight. I think that's okay. We're talking about a strikeout pitcher. My personal philosophy is if you've got a big prospect, he comes up, he can strike guys out. He has the advantage because the hitters haven't seen him yet. That's just me. Um, I think Canning is is fine in a GPP. To tell you the truth. Yeah. I, oh, I absolutely agree. I, the more I think about it, I would rather play Canning over Alcantara or definitely Porcello. You know, Kirk D's in the chat. He says the one thing about Porcello, he crushes when you don't expect him to, which is 100% true. So congrats on your perfect game tonight, Rick Porcello, but it's not going to be <laughs> that dude. Every time I watch him, I just want to cry because he's always on my lineups. And again, not this time, Satan. Now you're off my, you're off my roster, kid. Satan, huh? He's Satan. That's really mean. I mean, he is when he's on my lineups. I mean, I'm not using that, uh, not using that terminology for poor Rick Porcello. I mean, the guy did uh, steal a Cy Young award. So, you know, and it was stolen too. If you I want, mean, yeah, go on. Sorry about that. I was going to say the guy hasn't given up. He's given up at least two runs in every start this year. You know, he hasn't struck out more than five. He hasn't mm-hmm. thrown over a hundred, 98 pitches is his pitch ceiling. You know, the last two outings have been fine. One was against Detroit. So that doesn't really count because mm-hmm. can play anybody against Detroit. I just, I don't know. I'm not messing with Porcello, man. Here's what I love. You know, Kirkwood usually does this show. 
That's fine. I, this is actually a lot of fun working with you. I hope he doesn't come back. But he's sitting here on the chat. I mean, he's sitting on the chat here. Come on, Kirk. All you got to do is come on, join us here. Stop with the chat. He's, got a, he's tending to the dog, man. I got a dog that's sick too. I mean, come on. No, I, feel, I love Phil. We did fo- third football season. Me and Kirk would did show. Phil sitting in his lap. I've questioned sometimes why he's smiling so much, but you never know. All right, so who are we locking in there at SP2? You know, right now it's Julio. You know, the more I think about it with that $35 Julio to run, you know, you're still looking at about 13 bucks per player. And, of course, that's kind of what we're going to have to look at. Who can we play? And I'm kind of glancing at the Yahoo pricing right now. It's gotten a little bit tighter than I realized. Yep. Uh, it used to kind of be play everybody. People complain, and now people are complaining because it's too tight. You know, it's people just like the wine. We're going to need some 7 and $8 dudes. Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned uh, Peraza. He's definitely somebody that I'll be interested in yep. against Jason Vargas, a guy that allows steals. Um, yeah, no, I think there are a number of options that we'll kind of look at. We'll find them. We'll find us uh, some value home. We're going to move on to the offense here. Before we do that, Sharp Side Contest still running, presented by FanDuel. You can build your streak string to get as many winning picks as you can. It's free with the Sharp Side app. Swipe as many. With the props, hit lock on one that you feel most comfortable with on your lock picks. Um, you can select another one the next day if you want. So two more winning lock bets in a row. Your streak is started. Earn FanDuel credit. Be the user with the longest active streak in the end. And uh, May 2nd, giving away. We're awarding a $1,000 FanDuel credit. $1,000. Free money. It's your last shot, dudes. $1,000. This is the big one. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah all right so number two let's see here moving on to to hitter catcher today my man catcher so real quick just looking at the offenses that i like um i know there's a little mini stack with the pirates if that uh, pittsburgh texas game goes on polanco really does stand out uh maybe francisco cervelli as well um adrian adrian simpson is a disaster a 527 x fifth 40 uh, 40- what is it, 40.7 fastball percent? I mean, he's just going to get rocked tonight if uh, they end up playing that game. I hope that game doesn't go. Why? Because you just want to avoid it altogether? Yeah, yeah, because it's just like, if that Texas game goes, how do you play any other game? It's an 11-run total. Guys are relatively cheap. I mean, you can play Odor for 8 bucks. You can play, um, you know, these Pittsburgh guys have been so bad for so long. They're all cheap. You can get Fraser for 14 Melky for 12 Polanco for 16, Moran for 11. Like, all these guys are just so cheap. I mean, it's I, I really hope the game doesn't go because then all of a sudden ownership's going to flow to one place, which on one hand I want to say, no, that's great for tournaments. Okay, now I can go ahead and play, you know, all these different spots and they'll be unowned. On the other hand, I say, I would say, how the hell can you not play this game because it's just too good of a spot. Um, you've never worked me before. I am a master of production. Uh, Devin knows this. So I've got some breaking news. That is Yelich is out tonight. All right. So that changes things a little bit, right? I mean, I don't mind attacking the Brewers as much when Yelich is out. That's I know that's just super high thought, but I mean, listen, Yelich is out. That's a big boost. Yeah, no, I, I get it's a big boost, uh, but. Even with that being the case, I just still cannot play Marquez over Cole, over Grinky. Even like it's, I get it. I just don't see a reason to play. Get off those two guys. Okay. Um, do you want to fill in catcher? What spot do you want to go to first? We, I, we can start at catcher. That's all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to find one. You know, it's, yeah. well, are we gonna 
are we treating this as if the uh, Texas Pirates game doesn't exist? I think we need to do that because if the Pirates Texas game just exists, we would throw Cervelli in there. Okay. They'll be hitting six, but I don't think it's going to go. So can I recommend a cheap catcher for you? Of course. I love targeting Jason Vargas. Kirk Casale's nine bucks. Yeah. He's hitting fifth tonight. That's my guy. I'm going to be playing some Kirk Casale. It's not, I'm not expecting too much, but I think that the upside is there in a GPP for nine bucks. I have no problem. Yeah. I mean, I think Kirk Casale is fine. And I, I obviously get the feeling that you like the Reds a lot. The Reds I like are, a couple of Reds. I like a mini stack because I think that lineup stinks for the for the whole park. There's just three guys that like Peraza, Suarez, and Irvin. Yeah, you know, it's and Puig. You're not gonna this little Puig is not gonna go home. I'm not feeling great about Puig. No, I, I, I mean, like ground balls these days. You know, the thing is, and I, I just want to make sure you guys in the chat know this: like the Reds are everybody's sneaky stack. I've I've heard multiple people today talking about the Reds as the stack that nobody's gonna go to. And meanwhile, it's a pick'em game. Luis Castillo is barely favored over Jason Vargas. Vegas is telling us this is not really a situation you even want to mess with. So to me, I'm not – I. my first instinct was, hey, I'm going to play the Reds against Jason Vargas. All right, great. It's it's so – you know, it's – I'm telling you, that was everybody's first instinct tonight. Mm-hmm. And at all the contextual stuff, the weather, wind's blowing in, it's cool enough there. Vegas – pick them game in a game with one of the lowest totals on the slate i mean there's just a lot of things ownership the over <laughs> yeah i mean that's not way to do it yeah i have no problem with that but um yeah i just these spots that i think are going to be a little more popular than maybe the contextual stuff is letting us know i'm just personally going to avoid it. and it's look at my kill me because again like i said my first thought on this slate was hey i'm stacking up the reds yeah, chat says I'm playing who whatever Crane doesn't like. Tough but fair. So play the Reds. Play yeah. Peraza, Suarez, Irvin, and Casale. I'm listen. I'm not advocating a four man stack from the Reds. Okay. What I am doing is you can get salary relief against a horrible pitcher. A couple of guys that match up. I think Casale and and uh, Peraza match up. I think Irvin's kind of a deep sleeper. If you wanted to pay up for Suarez, got no problem with that. But Casale and Peraza to me are the two guys I save on. Where would you like to go to ca- at catcher? I think Casale's fine. I mean, if we're, you know, in, if we're talking cash game, if we're talking tournaments, I just kind of go with whatever team I'm stacking up. All right, if, let's get rid of them then. All right. I mean, I think Kurt Suzuki's really interesting. I, lo- I like this Cardinals-Nationals game a lot. Bro. Okay. Really high total, pretty much a pick game. Two pitchers that just are not good with Adam Wainwright and Annabelle Sanchez. I mean, the guys – Look, it's going to be tough to fit too many of these bats in because you're definitely going to have to uh, save some money somewhere. But, you know, you look at the Nationals, the Nationals offense, you can get Matt Adams, seven bucks, Kurt Suzuki, eight bucks. That is a nice little one two stack. And I think you can kind of mix and match with some of these guys from the Cardinals and make that mini stack work. But I think Kurt Suzuki is really interesting today. I think we should lock in Adams, too. I mean, it's a matter of time before he goes with a couple bombs in a game that he just crushes right handed pitching. And uh, man, oh man, everybody in the chat, Bobby Suarez, Kurt Suarez, Kwame Praza, like, oh, everybody's just, I mean, falling over themselves to love on this. It's the Reds. This is like, wow. Okay. I mean, look, uh, Kirkwood's even saying Suarez doesn't play. Didn't Kirkwood win like $7.8 million on Jeopardy yesterday or something? He's, yes, he's that, bragging that, about how much money he won. 
Yes. Listen, I'm telling you, Benny Fish is coming after you, Kirkwood. Don't be bragging about all the stuff. That Now they know where you live. They're coming after you, dude. And Phil ain't big enough to protect you. I was going to say, don't worry. Phil's got his back. No, he, he's, still, he's too little of a dog. Even when he's healthy, I'm not afraid of him. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so uh, Suzuki at catcher, first base now. Yeah, I mean, if you need value, Matt Adams is the guy. You know, he's, he's minimum price. Like, it's just – you don't find many minimum price cleanup hitters in games with the highest total on the slate. Um, I'm going to make a recommendation to okay. Um And it's interesting because when you live in a certain town, you follow the team a little bit more. The Rockies have been crushing the last uh, three weeks. And I like them on the road too. They, I've been on them a lot lately. They're going up against Yuli Shasin, uh 36% fly ball, 36% hard hit against lefties. That's Murphy. Dahl and Blackman. I want to. Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle in some Rockies tonight. I like them a lot. Well, I got bad news for you because Blackman is not in the lineup tonight. No. Yeah. Sorry. Did they just take him out. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I'm looking at the updated lineup right now. It's got Dahl, Story, Murphy, Arenado, McMahon, Desmond, Tapia, Walters, Marquez. tapia has been doing some stuff too. All right. So Murphy and Dahl to me are. I'm going to cross Blackman off my list. That's too bad. What does he need a day off for? We're sitting here in April. Come on, dude. I, dude, I'm with you. Like, what is that with these guys taking days off? It's Back in freaking... my day, they played 174 games. Yeah. All right. Man up, Charlie. God, Second everybody's day. just deep-throating Suarez, man. Like, it's... I love the Suarez tonight. <sighs> you God. How popular is Suarez going to be? And look, I get it. It's Jason Vargas. Suarez hits lefties. I fully understand why, but you guys really want to play a freaking 30% owned Suarez for 20 bucks? Not in a GPP, no. Nah. Not in a GPP. You have fun with that. I'm not going mean, to. I, I like it, but not in a GPP. I'm not there. Um, I am with you on Murphy, by the way. Like these uh, Rockies lefties, Dahl Murphy. McMahon is really cheap over on Yahoo as well. Just 11 bucks over there. Yeah, Murphy's yeah. 15 bucks. He's not going to kill you. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I mean. You can definitely go with like a mini Rocky stack over here, and I think it's fine. Um, the problem, of course, is this Brewers bullpen. If, if hey, I don't know if Hater's available. I haven't looked at that um yet but if haters not available great spot if haters available it's just that's death to those guys but yeah against Shasin, a guy that's always struggled with lefties Dahl, murphy mcmahon they're all in play yeah mcmahon too let me throw him down so we filled out our, our catcher with suzuki are we going adams or do you want to go elsewhere at first i mean one of the things i like to do when i'm building these lineups is i just go for i i start building with the value and then i upgrade from there and you're not going to find a better value at first base than Matt Adams. Um, let's we'll throw him in right now. And again, we can always adjust this. We can. Yeah, it's yep. possible. It is. We Especially. got a long time before lock. <laughs> we, we do have a long time before lock. Um, second base is the next one. We'll just go right down. And if you right. feel like you want to go somewhere else, by all means, let's do it. But Peraza's sitting there leading off against Vargas. I know you hate the Reds tonight. They're going to be awful, but I don't hate the Reds. You overlook. I mean, you hate Suarez. You hate the Reds. You hate this game. No runs are being scored. Can you at least give a little love to Peraza at the price point against one of the worst pitchers in the history of the world? Like you're not going to play Traxel bad. You're not going to play your the boy in your backyard, Ryan McMahon. It's eleven bucks. I mean, that's three dollars, dude. We can always go back and switch it out. But if you want to, you want to hammer McMahon. Let's go. Let's throw. Let's throw McMahon in there. All right. All right. Doing a little Yuli uh, Chassin. I do love the rocks tonight, so I'm with you. I can't complain on that. 
All right, third, third base. All right, I'm pulling up third base right now. I got to take a look so at this. So lock him. You're locking in Eugenio Suarez, right? I mean, I've already talked about this Cardinals Nationals game. Matt Carpenter is just 16 bucks. That's too cheap for Carp. I mean, there there are. And Bobby made a comment in the chat. He says there's no way Suarez is going to be 30 percent just because there are a whole lot of third baseman out there, and there are. Jose Ramirez is 12 bucks. Like. You talk about value, it's not really going to get better value than that. Like, there are a lot of really cheap third basemen as well. We mentioned Jose um, Ramirez, 12 bucks, mm-hmm. Matt Carpenter, 16 bucks. We just scroll down here. Uh, let's see. Bregman, I don't, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do with the Astros tonight, by the way. Why? No idea. Because they're, they're playing Michael Pineda, and he has just been a pinata all year, but like. Oh, but a. Yeah, that'll be here that always. That's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm actually embarrassed for that. Was a dad joke. You would not have said that a year ago. <laughs> no, I you would have not have told that joke a year. It ago. Just wouldn't have been appropriate. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I mean, with these third basemen, you know, Mike Mustakas against Herman Marquez, I think is a little interesting, though he's not going to be owned uh-huh. at all. Uh you know, Colin Moran. If that game goes eleven bucks, like, look, if that game goes. And you're not building if you're not stacking it, mm-hmm. or if you're, if you're stacking this game, you can't fade Moran. He's 11 bucks in the game with the highest total hitting fifth. Like you just can't fade him if that game goes. Again, I don't think that uh, that game goes. But yeah, Kirk Dees is all over the Astros, and I get it. I, I I have no idea what to do with the Astros. It's really awkward for me because normally I stack them every night, and this tonight I'm just like, oh god, that team, man. I just don't know. Um, if you want to go really unowned, and I mean really unowned, mm-hmm. Chris Bryan at 18 bucks against Felix Hernandez is kind of interesting. The problem is that it's a tough team to stack up. Rizzo's 19, Javi Baez is 24, uh, David Bodie, who's you know, Bodie the Goatee, if you want to call him that. He'll be four, he's 14 bucks. Didn't want to. Yeah, okay. Well, that's your loss. I want to do that. Yeah, Wilson Contreras is 19 bucks. You know, a lot of these Cubs are really expensive, but I think Chris Bryan <laughs> is really interesting as like a kind of one-off tournament play if you want to go there. But if you're talking pure value, yeah, Jose Ramirez for like 12 bucks, man. Like I, I know, I know he hasn't been good. I know he started off the year cold, but it's Jose Ramirez for 12 bucks. Like I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to put him in. We'll fill it out later. We'll fix uh, don't it. Don't we need to leave two spots open for what? <laughs> for this. Yeah, here, okay, we'll take out Jose Ramirez. Yeah, let's just leave that alone. That's All gross. Right. Third base is gross. We gave some options for the for the fit, though. That's pretty good. And then shortstop. I mean, now we're now we're getting a little bit of cr- craziness here over at shortstop. Um, you're not sure what to do with the Astros tonight, so we can yeah. kind of move down there. Where are we sitting at? We're sitting at about 16 per, and basically, if you use the guy we are just talking about, maybe you're sitting there at about $17. We could save that for the outfield. Any uh, any value here at the shortstop position tonight? Shortstop Yuck. sucks. Ronnie yes. Rodriguez. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, typically on a – like at a position like this, if I just think the whole position stinks, mm-hmm. I honestly, I try and pay up and just get the guy who's going to score the most points. Like I don't okay. really worry about value all that much. And I mean, I, I'm find me a good shortstop play. I can't find one. I mean, Lindor leading off, I suppose, you know, it's 17 bucks out. I think he's probably the best value, even though he's a little expensive, mm-hmm. you know, Javi Baez at 24, I think is a really solid play tonight. I do like the Cubs tonight. 
I mean, who? Else? I'm not paying 13 bucks for Ronnie Rodriguez. What I don't. I, to Correa, man, he's uh, dude. He just like I don't know if he's hurt or what, but he's just been one of those guys that he's just not been. I don't know. This whole Astros game is kind of blah for me this year, you know, and it's it's bad for me because I keep playing them. But I mean, it's uh, very, very blah. I think that's the word I would use to describe the Astros. Yeah. I guess um, Lindor would be kind of the guy that I'm looking at here as far as a value goes. I don't love Cleveland tonight. You know, it's kind of like earlier I was talking about, I just don't really try and play guys in that San Francisco park. It's sort of the same uh-huh. thing at Miami, but if we're talking pure value, I think Lindor is really interesting. You know, I don't mind Bogarts tonight either. I don't mind the whole Red Sox, uh, a little stack there with the Red Sox. I do wonder how um, how popular they are going to be tonight. We got them just under 10% ownership, Bogarts really? in that matchup. Yeah. That surprises me. Why does that surprise you? It's because one of the highest team totals out. I think once, and when I say once as if it's a foregone conclusion, but if the Pittsburgh Rangers game gets canceled, I think we're going to see the Reds' ownership go way up. I think we're yeah. going to see Boston ownership go way up. I think we'll see ownership for the Cardinals and Nationals go way up. Those will be the teams that I think will be most, you know, you know, will get the most ownership increase. You know, some of these other teams, like these late night, it's a really interesting late slate, by the way. Mm-hmm. With um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens in this late slate because you've got Walker Bueller, you got Zach Greinke, Griffin Canning. I think all these guys are viable Bueller's kind of the guy that I'm fading which is terrifying because I hate fading pitchers in that park but yeah I mean it's just yeah I think it's kind of depends what happened because like you said Ellis Andrews if that Rangers game plays I think he's fine um Cole Tucker he's right now slated to hit ninth Mm -hmm. but he's one of the top prospects for the Pittsburgh Pirates if he plays I will be wanting to have some Cole Tucker even if he's hitting ninth just because nobody's going to play him He's hit ninth at Texas, so we'll see if they play tonight. But um, shortstop sucks. We'll just say that. Shortstop sucks. And, you know, the chat says, just play Javi. I have no problem with that. Like, is it Javi buys in. Bucks? Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, it's Javi or Lindor, and you get Javi in a much better situation than Lindor. I would. This is kind of a position I'd just rather pay up. Like, if you play Javi here, you're still at 13 bucks per player, and we can certainly find some value in the outfield. That's one of the things on Yahoo. There's always outfield value. So I would actually rather just spend up on shortstop, know that I'm going to be getting something from either Javi Baez or Francisco Lindor. This would also be a position, by the way, that if I was stacking tonight, this, you know, I usually say this with catcher, shortstop would be one of those positions I'm just going to make sure is involved in one of my uh, stacks. Mm, Okay, very good. Um, Also, make sure to hit us up. We got some more chat on our YouTube page. So like and subscribe there and I think Devin's going to throw some questions up there in just a couple of minutes. Outfield, uh, again, I just go back to the Reds. You're not on the Reds. If you want some right-handed power against a horrible pitcher, yeah, Vargas, Philip Irvin sitting there batting six tonight, not guaranteeing a home run. I am saying that's a little bit of salary relief, and it's a, it's a good spot for him to be in there. And I bet you the ownership is, well, we say it's going to be about 1%. Nobody's going to be on Philip Irvin. No, nobody – that's normal. Nobody really plays Philip Urban. And there's a reason why? Yeah, no, I mean, he's – look, he's fine. Like, I don't – I don't have not much of an opinion on Philip Urban at all. Okay. These Brave guys are way too cheap. Ronald Acuna is 17 bucks. I mean, what? yeah, I mean, this is the guy that we've been paying 25 bucks for over on Yahoo. Yeah. Like, 
that's just way too cheap for Acuna. I think he look. I and I know that the match against Chris Paddock is an elite, but I I don't know. I would rather just with a guy that cheap. I'm just going to take the talent. Like and Acuna is obviously one of the most talented guys out there. I know you're talking about David Dahl. I do like him a lot tonight mm-hmm. against Justin. Um, great ballpark. Obviously not a ballpark upgrade, but still a great ballpark. Should get five at bats against the Brewers tonight. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have over here? You know, the Texas Rangers, Pittsburgh Pirates guys. The Pirates outfield are all too cheap. Polanco, 16 bucks. Marte, 16 bucks. Uh, Melky Cabrera, 12 bucks. I mean, you could play Melky. That's, that's how dumb this slate is. You can play Melky Cabrera. Um, yeah, they're just. They're Everything obviously... lines up for Polanco tonight if they play, though. Yes. I mean, like, the stars have aligned. Everything is perfect for Polanco. Yeah. It uh, looks like we've got another game that's been canceled. The Tampa Bay-Kansas City game is PPD, which th- that was one of the ones we were expecting. That one was red on the old Rothschild scale. So bye-bye Blake Snell tonight, which, um, like I said, I was treating that as if it didn't exist anyways. Okay. So, yeah, we weren't even talking about that. So uh, where are we in the outfield? Uh, yeah, got Acuna in there, 17 bucks. Yeah, it's just, it's just too cheap for somebody that good. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, we're sitting about twelve dollars left. I, do you want what was doll? I want to see doll was twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, twenty dollar. All right, let's throw David doll in there. Okay, and that leaves two spots open. So we're perfect. Yeah, at least two at eight dollars per spot. And you out there, you can figure out what to do with those last two spots. Hmm. Let's get some questions in here. Let's get some QQs. Let's go and fire up the QQs. Questions. Do you have the chat up? I got the chat up. I don't have the YouTube chat up, though. Oh, that's okay. Nobody actually does the YouTube chat. We're all scared to go down that dark alley. Oh, well, Kirk, I mean, Kirkwood's taking everything from us. Stop it, Kirkwood. Go to sleep, take a nap or something. I don't know. Get get out of there. It's more of like <laughs> opinion. Hey, Crane, your Suarez source is the same as the Kupika source. <laughs> that's funny. Did you like Brooks yeah. Kupika a whole bunch? No, it's – um. Brooks Kepka's swing was broken. They – I, I I know people who know a lot of the high end golfers, and I told people to have zero Brooks Kepka, and he finished second in the uh, Masters. So what are you gonna do? Sometimes are you, are you worried about the wind on the other side of Houston? The wind, the wind. Yeah. I'm worried about the weather. I'm worried about the wind blowing in. It's about ten miles an hour. I'm worried that it's cold up there in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that the Astros have just taking it to me every time I've tried to play. Like, I'm worried about so much. And I know I, I know how this story goes, that I talk myself out of the Astros in a really good spot against a pitcher who's been awful, and they go off for 15 runs. I've seen this movie before. I don't like this movie, but I keep going back to it. So it's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm terrified of fading the Astros, and I'm also terrified of playing them. Can you throw them in a multi-entry GPP? Absolutely, of course. Throw them in there. Have a, just uh, cover yourself on that. Anyone <laughs> excited about stacking against a chalky Tehran? You know, I get it. The problem is, like, we want lefties against Julio Tehran. And are, am I going to get excited about playing Greg Garcia, Eric Hosmer, and Francisco Mejia? No, no, I'm not. So that's just uh, – I, I get the overall idea when we talk about – stacking against Julio Toronto. I don't think this is it. I think Julio has a, throws a gem tonight. I like. I know you do a lot of the sports betting stuff. I really like betting the Braves in this game. You like betting the Braves. Okay. Um, this is from what, YouTube? Yes. Quick question. Pittsburgh stack, question mark. 
Yeah. I'm just looking at the numbers, Eric. I'm just telling you right now, the guys I like, Polanco, Bell, and Cervelli, and I really don't feel comfortable about the rest of that team. No, I mean, it's look, I mean, Moran's just too cheap at 11 bucks. Like, Colin he, Moran, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's hitting fifth. Yeah, yeah you, but I mean, the problem is, I don't think this game's going to play. All you know, right. If, if, if you, if look, Pittsburgh's fine as a stack, they're the second highest team total on the whole slate. The problem is if the game doesn't play, I'm going to be, it's a really interesting tournament night because if you're willing to wait it out, all right, let's just say that, okay, now, I, you know, you're sitting around saying, okay, I want to stack this game up and you do it. If the game gets called, where else are you going to go? You know, because look at the games that start after it. There's no real excitement, you know, Ray, Royals game canceled. The Diamondbacks, CC Stabathia, I don't like to stack against the Yankees because they have such an elite bullpen. The Dodgers and Giants, nope, not messing in that ballpark. The Angels against Clay Buchholz, I suppose. But then, well, you know, the Cubs against uh, Felix Hernandez, I guess that's where you're going to go. So it's just, it's really weird. I wish that game was one of the first ones on the slate because then if it gets canceled, you have the whole slew of games to choose from. As it is, though, like, I'm just going to treat the guy. I'm cautiously treating it as if it doesn't exist right now. And in within the next two hours and 25 minutes, that could completely change. But right now that's where I'm at. Uh, generic wants to know how bad of an idea is Bauer and Alcantara in cash. Oh, uh, play Bauer. Don't play Alcantara in cash. He's um, I, I I'm off like over on Yahoo. I don't really see a need to play Alcantara at all. Just play. Uh, Didn't we like to run for $2 yeah. more? Yeah, exactly. You just play Julio. I would rather play Rick Porcello at $2 cheaper than Alcantara. And you guys know I hate Rick Porcello. So, yeah, to me, like, to me, the cash build, if you're, you know, spinning up for Bauer, then save some money with Julio Tehran. Um, New York Jets, twelve fifty. What's up, buddy? Quick question. Is your favorite strategy – what is your favorite strategy approaching a qualifier tonight? Yeah, I mean, you, you better be stacking an under-own team. And, you know, that's one of the nice things that we have with Roto-Grinders, with the Roto-Grinders premium package. You can kind of see where a lot of that ownership is going to go. Um, you know, some of the – I already mentioned, I think the Braves are an incredibly sneaky team at these prices. Again, Chris Paddock, he has been really good. He was a double-A pitcher last year. Mm -hmm. Yes, he was a strikeout double-A pitcher. He throws two pitches. This Braves team is really, really good. They're also patient. 8% walk rate for Chris Paddock, which is above average. I like the Braves. It's kind of an under-the-radar stack. If you want to win one of those qualifiers, unless you're talking about one of like the $800 buy-ins with 50 people in, and I get the feeling that you're not, if you're like if it's like a $15 buy-in or you got to beat 1,000 people, you got to do something a little crazy a lot of the time, and I think the Braves could be really interesting for a tournament like that. I love snark and stupid questions. Uh, go six or 76. Could Luke Cornett beat Giannis in the All-Star Weekend Skills Competition? No doubt about it. It's um, unbelievable how much hate Giannis gets now. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, he's he's going to be the first MVP to get booed. Like, yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable like, how, how public sentiment has changed after a week and a half. It's, fair weathered. You're all fair weathered. Um, Rhino, 223, 223. Best cheapest SP2 for a GPP, I guess cheapish. We go back to what Tehran again? Yeah, it, it would still be Julio Tehran for me. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not completely opposed. Again, this is multi multi uh, entry here, but you want to go cheap with Griffin Canning? Yeah, Griffin Griffin Canning's the other option for me. In fact, like in tournaments, it's 
you know, if I'm not paying up for two guys, it's some mix of uh, Bauer, Cole, and Grinky, and then saving money with Tehran or Griffin Canning. That, that's those are, those are the five pitchers I would use on Yahoo. I'm not messing with the other stuff. You're not even bothering with it. All right. Um, that's it. That's what we got right now. Cool. Pittsburgh, oh, here we go. Pittsburgh, Texas. Super chalk. You can pass. There's a lot more questions. I just went up. Quick question. Anyone um, on Canning? He was a stud in AAA. So, again, and this is what we were talking about. A very small sample size. Three starts at AAA. So, last year he had you know, a couple of levels. He did a wonderful job. He's got a little over a strikeout per inning. 83 pitches was his max. They stretched him out to 90 down in Arizona. So I, I I think the upside would be capped because of the pitch count because he's not getting to 100. We'll see how efficient he is. But I think this kid could do some damage with that matchup in five innings. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, my I have a buddy that works in scouting, and he, this is what he said. He says there's one person in our company, Slack, that really likes him a lot. It projects for about a one strikeout per inning guy for this season. So, I mean, that's, and the, again, at his price tag, it's 31 bucks. If you want to get off Julio Tehran, who I suspect will get a little bit of traction as the day goes on, I think Canning's really interesting. Uh, Josh Donaldson is scratched, by the way. So, Donaldson is gone, too. So, they don't have NCRT or Donaldson. Nope. That is interesting because now we're talking about two pretty big pieces out of their line. I mean, this team still has Albies, Freeman, Acuna. Mark Kakis, uh, they're probably going to have Johan Camargo come in there, and I think he's good. Even Brian McCann has been, like, not terrible. So, That's still two pieces that are down. So if you were if you were thinking about going up against the Braves, I guess it gets a little bump. I'm not. Yeah. I'm I, not one of those guys. And I'm glad you found Acuna. That was a great value. Yeah, he's, he's just too cheap. Um, let's see here. I got on real late. Did anyone like Velasquez? Meh. He's fine. I mean, he, the – if I, if I was going to add a sixth pitcher to my list, he would be it. Okay. You know, 40 bucks. Yeah, he's cheap. Again, you know, the Tigers, they're the Marlins of the uh, American League. You can just play any pitcher against them. And by the way, Detroit is losing their DH, which is, you know, that's not really all that impressive because it's Detroit. But, um, I mean, who's not in the lineup? John Hicks? I don't know who normally – you know, I know Miggy usually DHs for him. He, so, no John Hicks tonight. Oh, no. Anything. I mean, this Detroit lineup sucks. Like, Candelario, Casti, Miggy – uh, Nico Goodrum, Ronnie Rodriguez, Grayson Griner. That's apparently a real person, not somebody that was made up on MLB The Show. Grayson Griner. And Jacoby Jones. I mean, this is just... Thanks, uh, man. Jacoby Jones. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling great about that. Um, my goodness. Uh, somebody's asked me about the money line on one of these games. Braves, baby! Well, right when I get off here, I'm just going to start digging really hard. So, Lariton wants, uh, what's your favorite money line play tonight? I actually like a game total. And um, I like the game total a lot. I mean, that Cleveland-Miami game is at what? Like six and a half? I think the over is at under. I'm standing at seven, but it might have moved. Seven? Yeah. Seven? Yeah, I mean, Bauer's going to crush them. Alcantara is not that bad. That's my under. That's my play right now. Again, I'm going to dig into it a little bit later on. I'm doing a pod with Caselli tonight, but yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I, I, that's the one that pops off to me with Bauer pitching. And you actually got me a little bit more onto Alcantara, even though you went backwards on him. Yeah, you know, you know I, I, on DraftKings where I need the savings, mm-hmm. I think Alcantara is a really solid play. Over on Yahoo, I don't need the savings with Alcantara, so I'm not playing him on Yahoo. It's a site-specific play. Yeah um stacks we only got a couple minutes left here any stacks that really stand out to you the reds are going to be popular in all likelihood i know you're not 
the big Reds guy. If Pirates in Texas play, the Pirates are going to be popular. Anything on the Rangers? We really haven't even talked about the Rangers. Very yeah, much if, the because- ga- if the game goes, you can stack this way 10 different ways and it would be fine. 10 I different mean, ways. Yeah, yeah. Like you could just stack this whole game up and I would have no problem with that. You know, Joey Gallo hitting six, he's 23 bucks. But I mean, two nine, the Rangers side is a little bit more expensive than the Pirates side. But again, it's, it's an 11 run total. There's no other totals over nine and a half. Like, yeah. you can just stack this game up 10 different ways and feel pretty good about it. The problem is, if the game goes, that's going to be an incredibly popular strategy. There was a question about Griffin Canning. And yeah, we do like, we do like him. I mean, I, I think he has a solid outing tonight. I really do. Again, David Hess nearly no hit the Blue Jays. Yeah, I can see five innings out of Canning. Yeah. Six Ks. I got no problem with that. Uh, Especially if you're trying to jam uh, Bauer in there. Yeah. And at his price, if you get five innings, maybe you get a win, five strikeouts, give up a run or two, you're feeling fine. Yes, you are. So, and and again, before we get to a couple, uh, let's do the stacks, then we'll get to the weather and other things. Red Sox, you think they're going to get bumped up if that Texas uh, Pirates game is out? Yeah, they would have to. I mean, they've got one of the higher implied totals out there. Aaron Brooks, he was bad at th- bad at throwing a football for the Saints. I, he's no better at pitching a baseball for the Athletics. Um, I think Boston's are really they're they're fine. Like, and plus, they just coming off a big game, and every everybody's been stacking Boston and getting pissed about it because they haven't done anything all year. Yesterday, they put up it was eight runs last I saw. I don't know what the end what the total ended up being, but uh, yeah, Boston's fine. If you like, really under the radar. For me, Atlanta and Houston. Those would be the two teams I would focus Atlanta, on. Houston. And I'm just – I'm going back to the Rockies lefties, man. I don't know what's going on with Blackman. I don't know why he's sitting today. It doesn't make sense to me against a guy that gets crushed by lefties. Maybe it's just scheduled for a while. Maybe he's you know a little bit banged up. But Murphy, Dahl, McMahon, we discussed this earlier. I'm just a little Rockies mini stack there, two or three of those guys. And uh, I'll be – I'm not going to say I'm overweight on them, but I'll definitely have shares of those guys tonight. I will not be forgetting about the rocks. Yeah, no, I like, I, li- I think Colorado's perfectly fine. Like Shasin's always one of the easiest guys to find guys against, you know, find hitters against you play the good lefties. You ignore everybody else. It's the same thing every time. Um, and then as far as the injuries go, so it is in Ciarte and Donaldson out for the Braves. I don't, I don't have an updated lineup here. I just, I just refresh. Let me see. Okay. If I can grab Apparently one. his calf is bothering him again. So that's a little concerning that it's in there that it's sore. Yeah, Marte is back. He's uh he's going to be in the lineup tonight. Okay. It looks like it is not out yet. Who's going to replace Josh Donaldson out there? Okay. Sterling Marte, if the game goes, is hitting second tonight. And then two games canceled: Orioles, White Sox, and then the Royals game has been canceled too, right? Uh, the yeah the the Royals, Tampa, and the Orioles, White Sox. Right. So those are the two games, and uh, and that's it. Um, real quick from YouTube on our on our YouTube page, make sure you like and subscribe Marquez or Bueller. I'm still on Marquez. I'm just not seeing the strikeout upside with Bueller yet. Between those two, I would play Cole and Grinky. Don't play. Yeah. I I, I would prefer Marquez between the two of them, but especially on Yahoo at these prices, Cole and Grinky, they're just better plays. All right. Don't forget everybody. we got the sharp side street contest presented by FanDuel. Um, just string together as many locks as you can with the SharpSide app if you haven't already gotten it. Uh, you want to lock on the one that you feel the most comfortable with. So you swipe and then you lock. Let's say you feel great about the game total from one of these baseball games. Swipe and lock. Then you can make a second pick once you get to two. Your streak starts. And guess what? May you second, streaking. You'll be streaking. Yes. And you'll get a $1,000 FanDuel credit if you're better than everybody else. 
That is sensational. That's good. Hey, free money, man. Like, don't don't be turning down free money. None of us are that rich. Go get no. some money. Um, last one. Quick question: Brewers or Cards stack? You can't answer. Oh, give it the Cards, man. Yeah, there you go. St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Blues. It's a good day. It's a good week. Good month. Good year. To be. They got any other sports teams there? How are the Rams doing these days? Uh... <laughs> Show's over, anyways. <laughs> Well, listen, it's the first and last time I worked with Crane. I had a great time until the last minute of the show, and it was completely my fault. Devin, tell the guy I'm sorry. I really enjoyed working with him today, but totally, he he just bolted for me. All right, I'll close it. Bye, everybody. And and Devin, make sure Crane knows I like him a lot. He's a great guy. I was just busting. Welcome to another edition of Turd Ferguson the Monkey Knife Fight. Guys, if you haven't seen this before, I'm giving you five of my favorite props over on Monkey Knife Fight. If you haven't signed up for it yet, sign up using the promo code GRINDERS. Get a free 100% deposit bonus up to your first $50. That's free money. All you got to do is play through it, and the money is yours. And I'm giving you all the picks, so you don't even have to do research. All you got to do is play them and rake in the money. Again, five of my favorite props over there, including my late-night dagger, which features a two-out-of-two rapid-fire in the Dodgers game. All right, guys, let's get to my level one prop here. It is a two-out-of-three rapid-fire in the Philly game. All right, so first off, we have Cabrera versus Castellanos. Honestly, both these guys have similar numbers since the beginning of last year here. Castellanos sitting at a nice little 344 Woba, and Cabrera, nice little 338. So pretty close, both going up against Velasquez. Not expected to be a whole lot of runs scored by Detroit in this game. A little bit over a 3.5 implied team total here. So the most likely scenario is neither of them end up with a run or an RBI. So you take the guy with the tiebreaker who's almost as good of a hitter as Castellanos here. Likely neither of them are going to end up with one. And if Castellanos does get a run, likely the Cabrera is the guy that hit him in. So just roll with Cabrera. Next up, Segura versus Real Muto here. Real simple for me. I'm going Segura. Real Muto is the better hitter here, but Segura owns the tiebreaker with total bases. So 331 Woba for Segura compared to 372 for Real Muto. But Segura's probably batting in the two-hole here. Likely means that he could end up with an extra at-bat in this one here. Go with Segura. Next up, 
Hoskins versus Harper, total bases. Hoskins is the greatest player of all time, very clearly. Going up against Harper here, I'm taking Hoskins. Both of them similar numbers since beginning of last year versus righties. Hoskins sitting at a 392 Woba. Harper sitting at a 393. Hoskins has been hotter this year. If you believe in that, I certainly do. I'm taking Hoskins. Next up, we have my level two prop, which is a two out of three rapid fire in the Cleveland game. All right, so first we have Bauer versus Sandy here. Sandy getting four and a half Ks, don't care. Last time that he played Cleveland, which was his last start, he ended up with two strikeouts. Today, we could see something similar, but regardless, Bauer going up against a huge strikeout Miami team, and he is going to crush them. Bauer, 30% K rate since beginning of last year, goes later into the games. Miami, 25.3% K rate. On the other side, Sandy sitting at a terrible 19% K rate, going up against a team that only strikes out 20% of the time. They're at full strength. Lindor's back in the lineup. You go with Bauer here. Next up, Lindor versus Ramirez. Ramirez is the better hitter, but it's not by a drastic amount. I know he had a big year last year, but he's due for a little bit of regression, and I'm just rolling with Lindor here. Very simple. A runs RBIs, very volatile category, so go with Lindor. Next up, Martin versus Castro. Total bases. Martin has the platoon split, split going up against Sandy. Castro does not have the platoon split going up against Bauer. Much harder matchup for Castro, and he's not getting the tiebreaker. Martin, probably the better hitter than Castro. You just roll with Martin the entire way and don't even think twice. It's a free split. Next up, we have my level three prop, which is a two out of two rapid fire in the Boston game. Now, first, we have Porcello versus Brooks. Porcello is the slightly better strikeout guy than Brooks, but that's not just the reason why I'm taking him. Even though he's giving up 1.5 Ks here, Porcello doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. Either does Brooks, but Brooks is getting a lot of balls in play, a lot of fly balls, a decent amount of hard contact, and is going up against Boston here. Decent chance he gets beat around here a little bit. Balls are going to be flying all over the place and probably leaving the yard a decent amount. Boston with a 5.7 implied team total. Brooks may get yanked early here, and if not, he's going to have so many guys on bases that he's not going to have a huge chance to strike out, guys. Both teams have a similar K rate, but I'm rolling with Porcello because he's more likely to be in the game later. Next up, Chapman versus Davis. Chapman actually has better numbers since the beginning of last year than Davis does. Slightly less power, but Chapman's getting the tiebreaker here. I'm going with Chapman. He is just the better option when you consider the tiebreaker. Probably the better option if you don't even consider the tiebreaker. All right, next up we have my level four prop, which is a two out of two over under in the Texas game. Now this game, going to be a whole bunch of runs. Great, great hitting weather here. Samson going up against Lyles. Lyles the better pitcher, but it's an 11 total right now. That's just way too high for me to consider any pitcher here, and the batters are going to crush. So Bell over 1.5 hits plus walks here. He's probably going to end up with two hits and maybe a walk here. I don't know, but the ball is going to be put in play very often, and it could leave the yard. He's going to end up with two hits, a hit and a walk, something in that scenario. He's going to hit the over pretty easily. Next up, Odor going versus Lyles. A little bit tougher matchup than Bell going against Samson, but still should crush here. Only needs two total bases, a double, two singles, a home run, a triple. Any of these can get here, and he will. 
It's real simple to me. To, to 1.5 total bases, way too low of a over-under to be set for him. Has a platoon split, should crush here, should get a bomb, should get a double, should get one of those two to take the over. All right, guys, last up, we have my late night dagger. But before we get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on YouTube and leave any of your favorite props or any questions you have on these props that I'm giving you. I'll try and get to them as soon as I can. But now let's get to my late night dagger. It's a two out of two rapid fire in the Dodgers game. All right, so Bueller versus Pomerant. Real simple with me. I'm rolling with Bueller. Much better pitcher than Pomerant. Pomerant does have a decent K rate this year, but looking all the way back to last year, 27.2% K rate for Bueller versus a 20% K rate for Pomerant going up against a very tough Dodgers team. So I'm rolling with Bueller. He might go later into the games. Pomerant can oftentimes walks a whole lot of guys. So you roll with Bueller and you move on. Next up, Turner versus Kike. Turner, not great this year, but like historically, he's a very good hitter versus lefties. Absolutely crushes lefties. So does Kike. But Turner is just a better overall hitter. 394 Woba since the beginning of last year versus lefties. And you're getting the tiebreaker on a volatile category in runs slash RBIs. There's only seven total runs projected to be scored in this game. So most likely scenario is neither of these guys end up with one. But the more likely scenario is that Turner does in any case. Kike probably leading off here has an ability to get hit in by Turner. So if that happens, pretty much a wash there. And Turner has better hitters behind him and in front of him. So go with Turner and move on. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the video. Hope you win all your props. Hope we rake in all the money here. Good luck. We'll be back again later this week. We'll be back next week giving you this free money over on Monkey Knife Eyes. I'm out of here. See you, kids. It's time to find out who's the sharpest better on the SharpSide app. We are excited to roll out SharpSide Streak Contest presented by FanDuel. All you have to do is build your streak by stringing together as many winning picks as you can all for free on the SharpSide mobile app. Swipe as many picks as you want from a variety of player props and game lines. If you see the lock icon after you swipe, that means it's time to lock that bet in to be your favorite swiped pick. Remember, only one lock pick can be made at a given time, so choose wisely. Once that lock bet resolves, you're eligible to select another locked pick. Two or more winning lock bets in a row, and you start your streak. The best thing of all, you can earn FanDuel credit by being the user with the longest active streak at the end of our milestone dates. We'll be giving away $2,000 in FanDuel credit all the way through May 2nd. To show how sharp you are and play for free, be sure to download the SharpSide app, available for iOS and Android. It's the SharpSide Streak Contest presented by FanDuel. And remember, you always want to be on the sharp side. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. That's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. It is 503 on the dots. Yeah, sure, I suppose. 203 on the West Coast, 403 Tennessee time. Which, of course, we just time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today is one Travis Mangone. You might remember him from such things as the Sharps. On there, Mangone. Not nothing much, man. Just uh, enjoying life over here uh, in New Jersey. Uh, ventured off to the uh, the beach, so uh, that's why I got this little uh, attire on, looking good for you, Dino. And uh, ready to do a show, man. It's been a while, so excited to talk some MLB. I mean, you said it was for me, but I was I was asking for suns out, guns out. So we're being honest. So like, you, you have like a whole uh, hoodie going on, but the you know you got the Bernie Lomax looking, the weekend of Bernie style. We can't even tell if you're alive or not with those hats, and the sunglasses. And- but I see you got a little um, still some lotion on your nose. I'm not sure if you, you got you rub it all in or no. Yeah, I got I got it enough. And Dean, maybe, you know that's a little bit a tease for the people, right? Uh, that's what they call a tease in this industry. Maybe the shirt comes off throughout the show, Dean. Maybe that's how it goes. You, when you get to the beach, you don't go with the shirt off. You walk with the shirt on, and then shirt comes off. So there you go. Yeah, Cardi was in the show yesterday, and he had at least one potentially two buttons on buttons. So that- but I don't really know how. Yeah, yours is either on or is there no undershirt? We're not rocking an undershirt of any sort. Of any sort. We'll have to find out as the show goes on. <laughs> well, I mean, we are giving a premium peek to the to the people later on the show. Normally, it's premium rotogrinder stuff, but uh, I guess if you want to classify it, this is premium. I suppose you can. But uh, there you go. Anyway, I, let's leave it up in the chat to that side. But uh, you're you're currently in the Jersey Shore. You're rocking out to. Are, we, are you in the Shore? Or where are we at? Yeah, we're Jersey Shore, man, uh, down uh, Long Beach Island. Uh, it's, it's good times over here, man. Best, best beach in the world. How's that sound? You're hanging out with um, Snooky, and I, I'm trying to think of the rest of them. Mike, is there a Mike? Is he still in jail? Is that, wasn't there a Mike? Uh, Who's the rest yeah, of the Jersey? Yeah. Dude, Mike, Mike the Situation, Vinny, sure. pa- DJ Pauly D, the crew, man. <laughs> and but you hang out with those guys, I presume, right? Eh, not really. But let me guess, you've never seen that show, Dean, I'm, I'm assuming? I've, I mean, I've seen it like, you know, I've never sought it out, but like, it's unfortunate. Some things just kind of in your face, you, you can't help but like notice them. Like, I, I wish I didn't know who Snooky was, but that information happens to be in my brain. I love it for it to be replaced like by, you know, the Pythagorean theorem or things that are smarter, but that's just the way it is. Like, I didn't, like, you know, Snooky, Mike, the situation, there's the other guy who's like a bigger version of my, is there a Vinny? Or am I just? Uh, yeah, there's Vinny. Vinny's the man. Then they got Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie was dating uh, Sam. Sammy Sweetheart was her name. So there you go. Sweetheart. I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was sweetheart. <laughs> Delightful. That makes for good TV. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, dude, these sunglasses have to come off throughout the show. I can't even see my screen. So uh, that'll happen throughout the show. But uh, dude, let, let's dive into the baseball. And we have a big slate here today. Well, yeah. We're, yeah, that's what we're here for. We're talking baseball. Thank you, Mango, for keeping us back on the rails. Uh, I just wanted to, enter, you know, I, I was, I'm impressed. You know, you're, I don't want to say you're, are you on vacation? Are you calling this vacation? You're at a beach house of some sort? We don't want to give your exact uh, GPS location because especially when that shirt comes off, you know, <laughs> people are going to be flocking. But, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you jumping on the show, despite being on some sort of vacation over there. Yeah, and, and Bobby, Bobby's making fun of uh, making fun of the Jersey Shore, man, like in my comments saying it's the best beach in the world. But, like, you know, if Bobby can call Kobe the greatest basketball player in the world, you know, and Russell Westbrook <laughs> just the best, I mean, I think I can say some ridiculous things too, right? I have never been to the Jersey Shore, but I will blindly say that his take is more egregious than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, okay, so there's weather uh, lurking. You know, it, not everything is like the beach there on the Jersey Shore. There's weather lurking about it. Uh, of course, the the the, the, the state is now down 13, uh, two games down. The White Sox and Baltimore are postponed. Tampa and Kansas 
also postponed. By the way, if I see rattled, I don't know, do I see rattled? Because there are there is a Slack conversation going on that I'm involved in, but I'm not involved in because I'm not typing. But all I hear is this noise every three seconds. Can you all stop talking for four seconds, please. <laughs> what is yeah. going on? If you're out there listening, it's driving me. Is there a, is there a mute button on Slack, Mango? And I might need to hit the mute button. Or maybe dude, I can X the whole thing out. That's just X out of Slack, dude. That's what I do for shows. So. Oh, it's the worst. Whoever is doing this, you are the worst. I don't even look and see who it is. Um, nonetheless, two games down. We still have Weatherwax working out there. Uh, Roth will be on, of course, he'll be on crunch time later on today with JSU and the aforementioned party. They'll be up from 6.15 to 7 o'clock. And, well, I think 7 o'clock, answering, uh, breaking down the sleigh, any sort of late-breaking news as far as the weather that's working out there. Roth will be all over that. Cardi will answer all your cash game questions. JSU will answer all your tournament-related questions. Thank God. Uh, I'm pulling up the weather as of right now because there is still some uh, muck and mire and stuff uh, lurking out there as we speak. Uh, I just want to see if there's an update. And I keep saying words uh, for no particular reason because I'm trying to find the link to see what's going down as far as the weather. And hopefully you're a good tag team partner. And as I speak, you're actually doing it yourself. Have you found it? Uh, which one? What are you looking for? Oh, dude, you are the worst. Pay attention. I'm reading the chat, man. They're they're they're, they're cracking me up, man. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, so we have a, an update as of 5:15ish on the East Coast. Uh, we're looking at uh, yellow orange as far as Houston, Minnesota, and uh, of course Pittsburgh, Texas. The game that's uh, most appealing from a hitting perspective, at least when it comes to uh, team totals, and that's something that kind of pops the DFS. Obviously, that is currently orange. With isolated uh, severe storms, which uh, you know those storms gonna pop up there in Texas. We're not gonna pretend to be uh, weathermen here on the uh, on the old YouTube. If you're on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We're on the interwebs, if you will. But uh, again, hit up Roth on that. Roth will be able to speak more on that. But uh, yeah, that's what we have right now as far as weather, and uh, we're gonna keep an eye on it. I guess Van Gogh will talk about those games as if they are live, as if they're gonna go. Yes. Yeah, I say we talk about them as if they are live. That, that's, I think, what we should do. But real quick, before we get into the MLB, before we do, how confident are you feeling in your bucks tonight to beat my Celtics? Because we got some money on the line, a little bit of cheese, and uh, your bucks, uh, you know, Giannis is the greatest in the world, and I kept crapping on him, telling him he's terrible, and uh, things are not looking so hot in your corner over there. So how do you feel about tonight's game? couple things first of all your victory lapping the thought that Giannis is terrible uh so somebody cut and splice that and, and then send it to Mango when, when Giannis has uh, three MVPs two, two championships uh and he's in the hall of fame on the first ballot uh secondly you said the word cheese uh let's give a shout out to one day pots cheese is good you guys told me one million dollars two separate times in DFS he's having his day off you know why it's his day off today He's uh he's having a birthday. So well, how about everybody hit him up on the old Twitter machine at Dave Potts Two, I believe. Wish him happy birthday. Tell him to enjoy. I believe he uh, his wife makes a Mrs. Cheese makes a a special cheesecake of some sort. So tell him to enjoy that or say something else with it. Or just say thanks for the music. They're good times. Uh, one STL cards, a really solid pinch hitter. Uh, pinch hit for today as far as the uh, music article. But uh, yeah, we we were having a conversation earlier today. Uh, we were trying to guess how old cheese was and. It's a tough call. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have my thoughts. I have an over under. Yeah, and, and listen, don't let me uh don't let this whole cheese talk make me uh you know forget that I called you out on these bucks, man. What are you gonna say here? Don't change the subject. You're you're really rattled clearly. 
thought that was a good diversion. That was a good diversion tactic for a second. I, I would have fooled an amateur. But I will say this. I had to twist your arm for you to wager me. You were telling me, uh, oh, it's easy money. It's easy money. I'm, okay, wager against me. No, no. I want somebody else's money. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want to take your money, Dean, man. I, want to, I don't want to take someone's money I like. You know what I mean, Dean? I'm not trying to do that to you. But you did win all the NBA money the other day. So, you know, uh, you got some money to spare. I won some of it. Stupid. I've never once had a stack correction go my way. Uh, you know, it's 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 a weird feeling. I like complaining about stack corrections when you like still had a really good day, but that's kind of where I was at. People, there you go. Send cheese dad jokes or Stephen Wright jokes. There you go. Send him Stephen Wright jokes on the Twitter machine. It'll make his day. He'll it's probably already made because he's probably well into his cheesecake. But uh, we have to dive into sli- enough dodging, man. Going. By the way, Milwaukee's still going to win the series. There you go. Yes. <sighs> Embarrassing. You're going to lose. I can't wait to buy myself yeah. something nice with you. You want to bet straight up? Milwaukee's going to win the series. You think Boston's going to win the series? Let's, how much you want to bet? I'll bet all the money. So oh, we, uh, we'll talk off air. I already got money on it. We'll talk off air. <laughs> Look who's playing dodgeball now. You're your Vince Vaughn over there. I, I want right, to make sure uh, I get a good line. Let, let's move on, Dean. MLB time. Your team stinks. We're gonna you just said Boston's going to win. What's the, what's the line? You said Boston's going to win. What, why do you need a line? Uh, dude, yeah, Celt- so Celtics, Celtics in five. <laughs> Milwaukee in three. Uh, all right, well, let's move on. Let's talk some baseball. The people out there want to hear it. I'll do one, one, one last thing. Uh, as far as the Sharp Side app, uh, as of the second, May the second, uh, whoever has the longest streak, the winning streak on the Sharp Side app, of course, it's free to play, free to download, uh, can win themselves $1,000 on the old Fandle. Um, and it's good that I'm happy to report uh, Britt lost. His streak is over, so Britt's not going to win. There you go. Congratulations. Just as long as Britt doesn't win, we're good, right? We can agree on that. Oh, yeah. No one wants Britt to win. If, if, if Britt and Crane are losing, things are going well in the world. Yes. Go, we want the Blues. Why do we want the Blues to lose? We want the Crane to just be sad for no particular reason. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, all right. So today, it's kind of sort of somewhat like opening day, at least at the top, as far as the studs. Uh, worth noting, we did lose Blake Snell. Of course, he's no longer a thing. Crossed him off the list. Uh, Garrett Cole, it's a little dicey there in Minnesota, but if it goes, I believe it's good pitching weather means it's going to be super, super cold. Uh, Bueller is solid. Aramar Marquez is solid. Uh, but of course, at the top, it's one uh, Trevor Bauer, Mango. Like if you're, and he's just not even that expensive. Like it's not that much of a difference as far as the asking price. DK, not so much. Vandal, it's a little bit of a, you know, a conversation, I suppose. But, uh, you know, I know the ball is juiced and it's funky this year and everybody's giving up dongs, but Bauer just doesn't care. You make, give him any ball, he's going to strike everybody out. Uh, he's one of the best pitchers in the baseball potential, uh, potentially in the past to deal with the, the Cy Young today. And you know who he's facing is the, the featured Marlins. So uh, how do we not just like start off with Trevor Bauer in our lineups? Yeah, it's pretty easy. Trevor Bauer is the guy. Uh, it, it just depends, though. I think in tournaments, it's a lot more interesting. I would still probably want to be overweight on Bauer, right? If I was one in 150 lineups, I'd probably still want to be overweight on a really good pitcher. It, the hitters are not that great today. There's a couple spots that I like. Uh, you know, there's a chalky spot that we'll obviously get to. But Bauer, he's just the guy that I like the most. I would want to be, you know, highest exposure to him on the entire slate. So, uh, yeah, I think that Trevor Bauer is my guy. And there's some other interesting options. We're crossing off, uh, you know, Snell. He's going to be, you know, not there because of the weather. So that's obviously good. That game got postponed. Uh, that White Sox game got postponed. So we don't have to worry about anyone in that one. But at the top, it's Trevor Bauer, and it's pretty simple for me. Yeah, right. Pulling up the old, let's uh, fire up the plate IQ there, man. Going 30.1% uh, as far as the K percentage in 2008, 2019, 2018, and 2019. 
jumping from the AL to the NL, so he gets to pick on a pitcher as well, too, so the K rates will jump there. Uh, as far as the Marlins, collectively, 23.9% this lineup strikeouts for strikes out versus righties. You got Alfaro, who pops with a plenty of Ks. Cooper pops with plenty of Ks as well. Uh, Randerson, one of the lefties, 27%. Unfortunately, there's no Lewis Brenton out there. He was uh, sent down. Yeah, Lewis Brenton traded for uh, Christian Kulich. Sent down to the Myers. Can't make it with this Marlins team. That's a, that's a bad sign. That's not good. Uh, love Bauer. Just lock and load him. Uh, on, a, on Fantasy Draft, on, on DK, you got a roster of two starting pitchers. I think there is a route to go like double stud, double bullet. Uh, it's a conversation that I'm going to kind of like a, you know, visit after the show and kind of work things out. But again, some teams postponement, so then going, uh, you know, my, my lineups are kind of up in the air. Again, the Texas thing is up in the air, uh, too. We talk about the sticks, like a guy like Cervelli is super, super cheap. It kind of makes, makes things work, of course, who, we, who likes catchers. But uh, on DK, he's really cheap. And even on Fansgraph, I think you can actually play a catcher. Uh, give me the pivots away from Bauer or the guys you're pairing with him. Yeah, so – uh, I guess we'll first talk about who we would want to pair with them, right? Uh, I think Luis Castillo is a really good option. The one like most perplexing thing I've seen on this slate, Dean, is why is Luis Castillo against Jason Vargas and only a minus 120 favorite? That's the thing I'm just absolutely confused about, and I really do not understand. So I, I think he's a guy that I would definitely consider pairing as my SP2, but uh, you talked about paying up for your SP2, right? Um, are you considering Vincent Velasquez and Tejeron uh, an SP2 spend up, or are they a spend down? Where do you kind of, uh, how are you kind of, uh, I guess I could say, like, where, where are you kind of ranking those guys? They mid tier. My main lineups, uh, the cheapest my SP2 is going to be is going to be uh, Tehran. So yeah. it's, it's probably going to be like Bauer and Tehran, something like that. If, okay. if, if I don't have the salary that I'm willing to settle there. I don't think I have to go any cheaper. Well, I mean, we'll talk about Canning soon enough, but Canning, uh, you know, top 40 prospect in all of baseball, uh, facing a pretty rough Toronto team. Of course, this guy's, uh, you know, they're going to baby him. I think he threw 90 pitches last time out. He pitched great in the PCL so far. Of course, PCL notoriously a hitter's league. Um, but I just don't know how deep he can go. This is like, you know, in the past, we used to see DK and Fansgraph, and even Fandle, actually Fandle kind of like dropped, I don't want to say dropped the ball, but they made him super cheap over there. But he probably doesn't get the, the old QS start but he can get there in five innings i suppose um he's just priced he's again he's a good pitcher he has good stuff he's projected to be really really solid you know still a work in progress obviously but 200 dollars more we get tehran and like who trusts tehran right but uh you know we know about his what's tendencies maybe we'll fire that up on the old screen share later and kind of show out uh distinctly different as far as he is versus lefties and righties uh, let's tackle castillo first right so you talked about why are the red only they're down to minus 115 according to the RG page. So like a coin toss against the Mets. Of course, the Mets are without no as well, too. And like you said, Vargas is a putrid. But then Cincinnati, it's because Luis Castillo can't hit homers. I think that's the answer. Like he, he can't do anything. Man, go, you're making all sorts of noises over there. Mike. I don't know what's going on. You're a disaster. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to fix it on my end. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> let, let's talk to these guys. Too. Now, why, do you know why he's this low of a favorite? Because, like, if salary's not a thing, which it is, I'd probably just play the two, right? Um, I would just play, you know, Bauer at the top, and I would play Luis Castillo. It just seems like it's that simple, that easy. But uh, I don't think I'm going to end up playing Castillo. I think I'm going to land in that Julio Tejeron and Vincent Velasquez range. That's, quote-unquote, the optimal build. But um, do you have any worries about Castillo? No, like he's been phenomenal. He's been great. And, uh, it, you know, historically he's had issues with lefties, you know, and uh, he's, he's corrected that at least in a small sample size this year. He's a much better versus lefties. Uh, there is some, you know, power lefties lurking on the, on the New York side. 
you know, with Namo, who's been a disaster this year for what it's worth, but I can get a ton. And I'm almost happy to see it in that lineup. I think there's a, it's, I'm more, I'm more pleased to see the KM side as opposed to the power up side versus Namo. I get it. You play Namo in the tournament, but I just, uh, I, I've always been a Louis Castillo truther and it's great to see him start to put it together. And if I remember correctly, he started putting it together like sometime down the stretch last year. He had kind of an up and down year, but the, the stuff has always been there and it feels like it's starting to get harnessed. And the reason why it's a coin toss is because the Reds are playing Kirk DeSally, Philip Irwin, you know, Jose Iglesias. Uh, like their team stinks too. Like they have, you know, Votto who can probably walk three times. Puig, who's, you know, he's fine, but probably a bigger name than the talent. And, you know, Eugenio Suarez, he'll bang one out tonight, sure. But I guess that's the reason why. But that's, it's a fair question. I, if, if you're asking me who I like, I'll think Louis Castillo. Is that what you're doing, Neil, the lock and load in the sharp side app? You gotta, if I was asking you to make a pick tonight, is that who your pick is? Or just, you're almost thrown off by this number. Yeah, I'm kind of thrown off, and I looked like the sharp money's on the Mets, and like you know, it's never a smart idea to be like, you know, screw the sharp money. I'm going the other way, uh, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I already bet the Reds, so uh, I'm invested in them, and I, I like their offense. If you look at some of the Statcast data, I mean, Jason Vargas. If you look at, I think he's given up uh, 13% uh, barrels for batted ball events. I mean, he's been getting absolutely crushed. So uh, I want to attack Vargas today. Like Castillo, but again, salary is a thing. I, I don't know how much he works. Let's talk about a pivot though before we get to like Velasquez and uh, Julio Tejeron a little bit. My tournament pivot at the top, it's probably Zach Granke. And hear me out, Dean. I know it's not the most ideal no. scenario, but Let's go ahead. Yankees have a low run total. And if you look at these Yankees bats, they have some high strikeout guys. There are four guys that are going to be in this lineup with a 25% K percentage or higher. I mean, we know the Yankees. They can swing and miss with the best of them at, at times, and then they can also hit the ball out of the park for the Bronx Bombers for a reason. This team is not what they were, though, right? There's no judge. There's no Stanton. But there are still strikeouts here. I get it, Dean. You're concerned about Granke. We can all be concerned. But he's not going to have any ownership. I think it's an interesting contrarian tournament option. You can take shots on guys like uh, you know, Marquis, Marquez, however you want to call him, Dean. Uh, you can take a shot on him. He's a perfectly fine option. You can also look to Cole. If the weather's fine, I'm okay with it, but you have to monitor that, and that's Kevin Ross' job. And the Walker Bueller, he's fine, but there's some worries there, right? We worry about what David Roberts is going to do. We also have a big worry about what, what's going to happen with the Giants lineup, right, because they are not a team that strikes out a ton. So uh, definitely something to be concerned about. Yeah, you threw a lot of names out there, and, like, I do want to just kind of say no to Granky, but the Ks have been there this year for what it's worth. You know, obviously he's a vet and still kind of trying to figure out how to pitch, you know, with a new, uh, with the, you know, a fastball. It's just not quite the same as it once was. Uh, you mentioned Bueller. You know, the pitch count's been up 96, 92 last two games for what it's worth. But we saw last night, uh, you know, again, it's not Bueller, but Maeda got the hook at like 74, 75 pitches. Uh, you know, he, in the first guy uh, uh, in the sixth inning, I think got a double off him. And all of a sudden he got the hook. And wouldn't you know it, the Dodgers were up to nothing and they lost the game three to two. Uh, so yeah, shout out Dave Roberts. And, you know, there is some guys that are banged, you know, the Yankees are banged up as is, but like even LeMahieu just is scuffling. Like, we have official lineup this draft because maybe he doesn't play and the Yankees, of course, lose their DH as well. Um, so that, actually, Sabathia, remember, remember when we played for Milwaukee? He was a really good hitter back in the day. Do you remember yeah. this? I don't know if you're old enough for that. No, I remember when he played there, but I don't remember him hitting that much. But I, I'm not that worried about that, right, Dean? That's not something uh, I'm concerned no, about. No, just, it's just a little fun little – it's like it's not a gimme, I guess is what I would say. It's, it, traditionally, it's like, well, the DH turned into a pitcher. Sabathia, at one point in time, again, another guy, it's not what he once was, uh, used to actually be able to hit a baseball. Uh, he was a, he played for Milwaukee for like two or three months and like some kind of uh, they made a run of the playoffs. He was kind of he, he, he's no Bartolo Colon at hitting the ball, right? He's a, we can agree on that. Yes, yes that's true. <laughs> 
By the way, I uh, I got a I got a link in my email for a fantasy draft um, uh, free roll. Do you guys want to play that? By all means, that I assume I can share it. I don't know. Maybe I'm breaking some moves. But uh, I just went ahead and dropped it in the chat there. Uh, I think it's the first 13 people or so win some sort of ticket for a contest tomorrow night in the fantasy draft. So there you go. Have that. Enjoy yourself. It's free. It doesn't hurt anything. Um, you mentioned Armand Marquez, and like Marquez feels like a guy. Obviously, you don't play in the cash because that Milwaukee team is you no. Know, it's the ballpark is uh, it's you want to call it Coors Light if you want you know with its second or third uh, best ballpark in all of baseball. Of course, everything away from Coors is a step down, and there is no uh, you know Yelich for that lineup is weakened to some degree. Uh, you know, Aguiar's back in the lineup. Uh, you know, of course, off that double dog game yesterday, but this is not the same spot. Marquez has the advantage here, I suppose. Uh, and then there's still some pretty good sticks. You know, with Thames, the guy that can strike out as well, too. Let's fire up the play IQ. I'm curious what's popping as far as a K perspective because it's kind of eyeballing it. It looks like there is some Ks in that lineup, but there is, a, of course, plenty of pop, too. Uh, yeah, Shaw. Uh, well, this is this season. Let's go ahead and stretch it out 2018 and 2019. I want the bigger sample, not the smaller sample. 23.5% in total. Uh, you know, it's pretty good as far you know, Grandall. Of course, Thames, he, he strikes out a ton, 35% change. When he, uh, you know, when he's not striking out, so he has plenty of power as well. But the ISO is popping too, so this screams like a tournament play to me. Bueller feels pretty safe, but uh, I don't know. He probably not a guy that can get nine or ten Ks. I guess he can, but probably not happening. Um, who, who else do we miss? Oh, let's talk about uh, the two guys we kind of stepped down on. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about Tehran in passing, and then uh, Vinny Velasquez. Who's your favorite amongst those two? Yeah, it's probably Velasquez if you force me to pick one. That's probably the route I would end up going. Uh, but I think Tehran's really good. We know the upside that the Padres can give you against righties. And when Tehran's on, he's on, right? That's why I like him more as like the tournament option instead. That's kind of where I would lean. But I'm not really afraid of this Tigers lineup. Velasquez has been pretty good this season. And the Tigers, they're more of a righty-heavy team. This favor, you know, goes into Velasquez's favor. The Tigers have a 3.56 run total. I feel pretty confident here in Velasquez, and he would be my cash game SP2 if you force me to pick in this range. And then Tehran, I still think he's fine too, right? If someone's arguing for Tehran, I wouldn't uh, talk them out. I think it's a perfectly fine way, but I'd prefer him in tournaments to Velasquez. Yeah, so let's pull up this Detroit lineup because it's dreadful, obviously. And they're another team that's losing their DAs, jumping into uh, the National League ballpark. And uh, the tricky part with Velasquez is he's not efficient with his pitches. He's a guy that just labors go, you know, out there. He can go like 95 pitches and throw like five innings and he's done. But uh, it's, he's, he doesn't go deep in games. That just as a general rule. Um, he's, just, he's just not efficient out there. But maybe Detroit helps him be a little bit more efficient. I suppose that's possible. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all the K's there, it's just really awesome. 25.4% collectively. And that does not include the pitcher either. We got Jones in the lineup, which is awesome. Vernier in the lineup, which is awesome. Goodrum, another guy that pops from a K perspective. Uh, lots of Ks out there. 25.4% as far as Velasquez on you know, the last two seasons from a K perspective. And then the splits versus righties, Van Gogh. The splits 28.5% versus righties, 22.1% K percentage versus lefties. Count up the righties. We're looking at, what, two lefties? Yeah. Um, again, I just want him to stick around. Sometimes you know, he's... He's got a very quick hook, like he's uh, the third time around to see the lineup. But uh, as an SP2, I don't mind him. On, on, on Fandle, it's going to be a tight squeeze for him to get that QS or not. Quality start. Uh, and then there's Julio Tehran. We talk about uh, splits. That, 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 that's all we talk about with Tehran, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you get him in a ready heavy lineup, this is when you want to play Tehran. Uh, 
The one where I have right is the uh, the weather. It's 84 degrees, one of the you know better hitting environments on the slate. And if you look at Kevin Ross, you know MLB weather edge tool, uh, it says there's going to be a lot more runs hit there. Uh, not as high in the homers, but definitely think the total runs are going to be up. So that has me slightly concerned with a guy like Teheran because you know he's can always be a problem and give up home runs at any time, right? He can go five innings, you know, unscathed and be perfectly fine, and then out of nowhere he's just giving up bombs. So. Uh, it's a little man, scary. No, I, I, I got to cut you off this one, man. Going. Did, did you check the sample size in this? Come on. It's 12 games. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it isn't the biggest sample. You are actually correct on that. But, <laughs> uh, the Pirates game, though, if we want to talk about Kevin's uh, tool, I believe that's like an 80-game sample. And the thing that's really good about that is there are bombs expected to be hit. Tons of home runs, tons of runs. I don't know how we ignore that game. So, uh, yeah, the chalk is probably going to hit today, as they say. Don't want to give away the entire goods as far as Kevin Slowport. That, that's, that's premium. And the phrasing of that sentence, by the way, that was probably uh, the worst way to <laughs> construct the sentence. Nonetheless, uh, I will say, uh, just to kind of follow what you're suggesting, and this is assuming the game goes and assuming the conditions don't change. This will, uh, it automatically updates all the way, you know, throughout the night, you know. Uh, but at a 70 game sample, home runs in Texas, uh, a 30.9% increase, total runs. Uh, 16.6% increase, and the ERA uh, increases by 17%. Now, it is worth noting, and I heard Roth note this too, and it's interesting because as of what uh, the Rangers, they used to have that jet stream in, in Texas, uh, and they no longer have a jet stream in Texas because I think they put billboards up or to kind of uh, throw it off. So this is the one that he hasn't quite figured out because, like, you know, the numbers, this, these numbers are uh, involved, some of that jet stream nonsense. So just take it for what it's worth. That, 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 that's good to know, Ash. I didn't realize that. So uh, good, 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 good fact by you, Dean. You're, you're up one night. Dynamite right. dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, you know, again, we're going to have uh, all your questions answered as many questions answered as possible in the chat. We take you guys all the way to the, the, uh, the top of the hour. We're taking you to 6 o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, and at the end of the show, we're going to knock out as many questions as possible. If you guys are asking questions in the old YouTube, uh, our fabulous multitasking producer, the D-Train, Devin's going to copy and paste for those in the Roto-Grinders chat. If you guys are on the Roto-Grinders chat, feel free to hold off those questions until we prompt them. Uh, let's let's just briefly talk about, because we are, wait for it, uh, get, get your Roto-Grinders uh, Grinders Live bingo chat, uh, uh, you know, your car ready. We're, we're falling behind on time. Uh, uh, let's just briefly talk about like, the overview from a hitter's perspective before we go around the horn as far as our favorite plays in each uh, position. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's really simple. Like Pittsburgh, Texas, it's the chalk. Uh, you're going to want to get a lot of exposure to them, in my opinion, at least in your cash games. Uh, tournaments, uh, there's merit to fading them, but, uh, you know, it is 11 run total, so it's kind of scary. I think a good route to go is if you're going to play a Pittsburgh stack, uh, you know, make sure to take that Pittsburgh stack and run it back with a team that isn't really being used and maybe like one other pitcher that people aren't playing. I think you got to be a little bit contrarian uh, if you're playing that Pittsburgh stack and it makes sense to get some exposure to it. But uh, yeah, overall, it's not the greatest hitting slate, uh, but like this game in general just has a lot of value in it. And I think you're going to have to play it in, you know, your uh, quote unquote optimal team as they say. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Like Pittsburgh, we're like, what a month of the season or whatever. And like, haven't thought about the pirates all season long. It's just like, uh, but now they're there in Texas. They're locked in for nine innings. They're facing Adrian Sampson in the rough bullpen. Um, okay. It's all about those pirates, I suppose. Uh, and it's worth noting that, you know, Starling Marte's been activated on the LCD crack the lineup. Uh, Polanco is going to be super popular, obviously. I think a lot of these guys are going to be reasonably popular depending on, you know, uh, how the lineup construction goes. And again, depending on the weather, you want to hit up Roth, see what Roth has to say on, um, you know, on crunch time. 
let's uh let's screw let's just jump uh let's do a position by position let's go around the horn let's start a catcher and you know look we live in the world of a salary cap there mango and i assume you're starting uh at pittsburgh once again yeah if you go to the catcher position i mean listen it's not the prettiest there but uh you know cervelli he's just the chalk he's the guy you go to i think uh and there's not much else I like. I mean, sure, JT Ramuto, he's a good hitter, and I like the Philly stack a little bit. But, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just going to Cervelli if you force me to pick a catcher and uh, kind of calling it a day. Uh, when I play catchers, and I, I kind of just take the guy in my stack, right? So if I like a Cardinal stack today, I'll throw Yadier Molina in there. I don't love playing Yadier Molina, but I'll throw him in there. Money's not a thing, man. Go who's your favorite catcher? Probably JT Ramuto if I have to pick one. Yeah, but I, I unfortunately just believe in the it's been all business on the show. Once we kind of got in the gear, I've had a little time to tend to the chat. A couple things in the chat. They want to know if you're in a Motel Six. No, you're you're not in the Motel Six. You're living it up. You got like a beach house or something, right? Yeah, man. I'm at uh, I'm at the grandparents' beach house, and they're in Florida right now. So, dude, uh, you know, just just by myself, man, living the good life. Hold on, how cool? Wait, you mean your grandparents visited Florida? Really? They don't visit Florida. They they live there. They they're the uh, what's oh. the term for them? Uh, the snowbirds, I think they call them when they go yes. back. Stands, you can also say too, but sure, that works. Yeah, get, get, getting the house ready for them, uh, you know, making sure everything's working here. You don't get my reference to the Costanzas, do you? I mean, you're talking about George Costanza, I'm assuming, but I don't know. Well, his parents, know. yes. Yeah, you know, okay, there you go. You're all over it, kind of sort of somewhat. Uh, you know, the, the judges in my ear are going to give you credit on that one. So there you go. Uh, and yes, the words, uh, that is the technical term. I, I used to work in the restaurant industry. That would be when you work at the four o'clock shift, that was all about the snowbirds and the coupons. It was good times. Um, all right. Uh, other well, well, that's that's catcher for us. Let's let's back out first base. Can I say I was really sad that uh, the Baltimore game uh, was canceled because I wanted to play Chris Davis today. Maybe I was saved, but uh, cross Chris Davis off your list if you're a, a nutcase like myself. Uh, now who are we looking at at first? Yeah, first base. It, you know, it's not the greatest today, but there are some good plays. I think at the top, like the number one overall play is Paul Goldschmidt, or as I like to call him, Dean Paul Goldschmidt, because he is the man. Uh, he gets really. A- really. Yeah, yeah. Great. You're playing. You're, are you playing it off like you created that? <laughs> Listen, no one else says it. I'm just trying my best to make, make it a thing. It just isn't happening. So uh, it's like fetch. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. But um, <laughs> I really like Paul Goldschmidt. I think it's a great spot for him. Uh, the cheap guy is Jesus Aguilar. You can go back to the well, but that matchup's really tough. I don't think uh-huh. I'll actually do that. It's a quote unquote salary saver idea that people will go back to, but I probably won't. Uh, I really like the Texas and the Pittsburgh guys, though, right? Josh Bell, he's the number two played IQ rating of the day. If you check it out in the lineup HQ, big fan of Josh Bell. I think he's in a really great spot. But again, he is a bit pricey. And then uh, you look at Danny Santana. If he did crack the Rangers lineup, I, I can't remember if he did. I think he's an interesting option. If only you had a lineup page that a site would might provide that can show you what the Texas Rangers lineup looks like. Yeah, well, I'm trying to make sure I don't touch my computer much because, like, the, the mic malfunctions if I move just an inch. So I'm trying my best to, you know, not give Devin any fits. Don't get excited over there. Uh, there. There is no Danny Santana. He did not crack the lineup for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, that's unfortunate. So uh, I don't know. It's probably Josh Bell and Goldschmidt. Those are probably my one and two on the board. Yeah. Is that Goldschmidt or that's who was Go- that again? Go- Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, if you're going to make it a thing, at least stick, at least stick to it, I suppose. <laughs> Keep selling it. Right. I mean, you don't ever hear me like say Jonathan Scope without saying mouthwash. You got to brand it, man. That's true. So Paul Goatschmidt, just like you say girth every show, uh, whenever I'm here, it's it's Paul Goatschmidt. So I uh, love him today. Paul Gerschmidt? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing over here now. Uh, that's, yeah, that's uh, kind of sort of what we have. I like Murphy versus Shasin, positive ball versus Shasin, pretty dramatic splits. I don't mind him. Uh, pretty expensive, too, for what it's worth. 
but uh, he, he's one of the guys I was kind of looking at for tournaments. I mean, Forsyth is first base eligible. He's batting eighth in that Texas game. He's also uh, Logan Forsyth, which is kind of a hiccup for myself. Uh, let's jump to the old key stuff position there, man. What do you have for me at second base? Yeah, second base, I think Jose Peraza is like the best value play. And if we're jamming in these pitchers, he's a really phenomenal option. The problem is, you know, the eligibility of shortstop sounds a little bit more uh, sexier over there if you're looking on like a site like DK. But uh, yeah, Peraza, he's a good at rate infield option over on Fantasy Draft. He's a really good value play. So I like him, his speed upside. Uh, he's even a jack in the back candidate. That's how bad Jason Vargas is. Well, he's got to bang one out. You're predicting an inside the park over for Peraza? L- listen, I'm not saying he definitely hits one out, but Vargas is really bad. But I like Peraza for his value and like the, the speed upside, right? There's just a lot of outs for him in this matchup. So big fan of him, uh, like Adam Frazier in that game. And uh, I like a couple of the Cubs too. Uh, you know, Descalso, Zobris, they're pretty good plays. And then, hey, uh, if you want to look in the Arizona game against CC Zabathia, I know he hasn't been horrific this year, but uh, lefty masher, Wilmer Flores, uh, you know, if you're playing RG Bingo, uh, you know, scratch that one off on lefty masher. And uh, Marte, I think they're interesting options because they're pretty good against lefties. You mentioned uh, Vargas giving up homers, worth noting. Now, again, I don't think Barraza is going to hit what I suppose would be nice, but uh, I do agree. I think he's a great salary saver on DK and face draft as well, too, basically. Uh, what three three and like six five ish give or take uh Vargas the last two seasons 107 innings pitched uh 1.77 homers per nine uh you know he's got an ERA close to six and that kind of thing a homer the fly ball rate of 16 percent uh you know he, he's just not good anymore and like a lot of people see lefty oh lefty he's gonna hold on the runners good and that's a good like you know general term so if you kind of dig into it I think it was last year we gave him like nine stolen bases and 90 innings pitched. That's bad. That's very bad. And I know you can blame his catcher for it sometimes too, but it's a combination platter. They're both accountable. Um, I would imagine Ramos is, a, is an upgrade for what they had last year, but still, uh, Peraza, I think, can swipe a bag for sure. Anything else? Oh, let me ask you this. Pick one of these two. These are basically the same price, uh, depending on what the site is. They're kind of maxed up. I know on Fandle, they're 2 7 each. Uh, they're basically the same on Fantasy Draft and DK as well. Adam Frazier leading off there versus Sampson on the road, basically locked in for five APs. Or you got Rudin Odor on the other side. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention him, too. Hodor. I, I like him a lot today. Uh, he's, he's a pretty First good First of all, you can't do that because you hate Game of Thrones. You can't. You know, now you're just a hypocrite. <laughs> well, listen, I did start so watching. Got to that part yet? You don't even know that scene, do you? I don't know. No, but I, I, I've seen, I've heard slash seen of it because you know it's the worst uh, community ever. They just always have to talk about it constantly. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, Odor's a phenomenal option today. Uh, picking between the two, that's actually a really tough one. I think on some sites, if you have the utility option, you just play both. I think that's a really good route to go. But uh, I'll probably lean Odor for the uh, power upside that he has compared to Frazier. And I already have, like, some pirates, so I'm okay with it. You could also go Frazier if you want to get more correlation with your other pirate options. Hot corner, third base. Yeah, so third base, is this the best position of the day, Dean? Because it feels like it. There's so many options you can go to. My favorite is Eugenio Suarez. He's an awesome option against terrible Jason Vargas. Uh, again, I know Vegas is saying uh, the, the Mets are better play than I think, but – uh, I like Suarez. I think he crushes it. He's the number two plate IQ rating at the third base position. Uh, also really like Matt Carpenter. I, I'm a big fan of the Cardinals today. I think they have a good chance at being one of the better stacks of the day. So I like Matt Carpenter. He's a third baseman. That's kind of cheap right now. Jose Ramirez is another cheap option. Chris Bryant against King Felix. I think you can consider him as well. But the value plays, Dean. 
That's Colin Moran, Justin Turner. They're just too cheap and in pretty good spots. So those are two value plays that I would look to if I was going cheap at third base. Did Young Ho Gun not crack the lineup here for Pittsburgh? I'm pulling it up right now. I don't well, think I saw it. I wonder if we had this thing, Dean, this lineup page that we could look that up on. Is that is that around? Oh, touche, Mangone. Checkmate. You win again. Boiled again. <laughs> and yeah, I already knew that. Uh, he was in my lineup uh, for what it's worth, but uh, I took him out of the lineup now because uh, sure. I can't play him. He was an option I was considering on one yes, of sir. Well, like, We didn't mention Justin Bohr. That lineup just came out with the Angels. And, like, he's, he's batting eight. You know, imagine, imagine batting the, the, the 30th best player in all of baseball, eight. That's when that's, you're on the eight. That, that's top 35 hitter, Dean, not 30. But top yeah. 35, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine him hitting my eight. I'll take my, where, where do I take my victory lap on that one? Um, all right, shortstop, what do you have in that mango? Yeah, so shortstop, again, I talked about Peraza at second base. I, I prefer him at short. Like, let me be clear. That's probably where I would play him. I think he's a good play. Lindor is like the mid-tier option that I would consider, but I don't really like a lot of shortstop. I mean, Paul DeJong from the Cardinals, if I could spend up, I think that's fine. But you tell me, Dean, because shortstop was a vision I was kind of struggling at. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm the host. You are the expert. You can't just pass. This Listen, is your going. Maybe I'm, just your, maybe I'm just here testing you, trying to make sure that you're on your game too. Yeah, I can't keep you in. You can't just sit in cruise control all show. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of sort of around as well. Peraza is super, super cheap. I'm not playing him second. I'm playing him uh, at short, and I'm probably more likely playing him at shortstop just because, like you said, the positional breakdown, the position at shortstop is much weaker than it is at second base. So that's kind of sort of where I'm at as well. Uh, Cole Tucker, a bit of a prospect there for Pittsburgh. He cracked the lineup. I believe he's batting ninth. Uh, I love Francisco Lindor. I think he's a super talent, and he's still discounted. Uh, I, I know, um, you know, the ballpark stinks there in Miami, but, you know, Alcantara is not a guy that I'm afraid of necessarily. So, sure, I'll, I'll my shots at Lindor. And, I, you know, he had that double-dong game the other day. The power is really good against the Q, I believe. At least one off the Q. I think the other one off James. Really solid defender there for a defender. Relief pitcher for Houston. Uh, so I, I like Lindor a ton. I think he's still too cheap. But the young I'm with, uh, you know, if you want to be contrarian like that St. Louis side, especially, you know, if you're playing Paul Goldschmidt, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you can kind of pair those two together. If you want to super punt it, Brandon Crawford, just like, you know, just kind of just get me out of this position as fast as possible. Like, I don't hate that, but you're basically like begging for like a walk or like a, you know, an infield single or something like that. Not a lot of pop in this bad, obviously. Chris Taylor may crack this lineup for the Dodgers, right? If he cracks the lineup, that's not out just yet, right? Yes, I know you're going to point you in the direction, but I know that uh, Dave Roberts is taking his nap right now with Jamino, so he's not his lineup is not out just yet for sure. Wait, um, hold on. Who, who's the big spoon? Uh, Dave Roberts or Jamino? <laughs> I think Jamino is the big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Taylor is going to crack the lineup, but he's 3K on DK. Uh, usually, this I mean, I, let me see if I can pull it up. I have, I have a Fancy draft right in front of me as well, too. I assume he's right around 6K or so. Uh, of course, you don't need the roster or shortstop at all uh, on fantasy draft. They have you know, positional versatility. 5-6. He's 5-6 on fantasy draft. That is a really strong play because uh, what's his name? He's dealing with an elbow. Pollock is dealing with an elbow. Traditionally, he'd be in the lineup against the lefty, but Pollock's got an elbow, so he's probably not going to play. He may even actually hit the DL. So that would enhance the chances of a guy like Chris Taylor cracking the lineup. So there you go. I gave you a bunch of dudes. Now, you, now the outfield's yours. All right, outfield's mine. That's perfectly fine. Polanco, he is my top outfield option. He's a phenomenal player. I believe he's the number eight plate IQ rating guy. Uh, you know, I, I love the plate IQ rating. Uh, talking about it in the lineup. Can we show that in the screen share? You keep talking about it. We'll show that in the screen share. How about it? 
Yeah, we, we could show that for a little bit. Uh, and, and and I don't know if we're doing the expert survey. Maybe we're running low on time. That's why you're pivoting. But uh, Oh, that's right. That's what we were going to do. I totally forgot. forgot. <laughs> you My gave bad. me homework. You were like, make sure you do the expert survey. Like, I I, I, So, um, yeah. Uh, Polanco, I think he's one of my top outfield options. Obviously, like Melky, too, and Marte crack in the lineup. Uh, those Pirates outfielders are really good options. At the top, though, it'd be like Trout, Soto, Harper, the Boston outfield, absolutely like them, and the Texas outfield. They're all in play. If you're talking about some of the mid-tier and cheap guys, it's probably Chris Bryant. I still think he's a really good option. Adam Eaton, don't mind him. Cole Calhoun in that Angels lineup, he's perfectly fine. And then, like, some of the cheaper guys are Harrison Bader, Zobris, and Jackie Bradley Jr. So that's kind of my uh, package of outfielders that I like. But, of course, I think the Pirates outfield, the Texas outfield, uh, the Red Sox outfield are, like, probably, like, the best ones on the board. Breaking news, uh, Dave Roberts is up from his nap. We got a, we got a lineup from the Dodgers. Uh, Jamino is snoring, apparently. Taylor is batting seventh. Uh, Kiki, Enrique Hernandez is leading off. Seager, Turner, Bellinger, Freeze. Freeze, always uh, a threat to get the hook when a, a righty comes in there to relieve Pomerantz. Uh, so there you go. The Dodgers lineup is out. And D, 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 um, that's lefty masher, Kike Hernandez, to you, by the way. So, uh, yeah, he, he's actually a, an interesting value play now that you can consider. And if he has shortstop eligibility, that might help that position, too. I'm not going to call him a value play. You know, he's not he's not cheap enough to be a value play, but he's fine. I agree. Yeah. He's, he's too expensive to be a value play in my, in my book. But, um, yeah, but I, I thought that was Madison Bumgarner masher. So he just matches Bumgarner. If you throw those stats out, he's probably just an ordinary guy, right? I don't oh, know. Yeah. That, if you fire up the old BMP against Bumgar, he just absolutely annihilates him for whatever reason. Uh, I'm not sure if you the best environments, uh, you know. Uh, Turnbull, I know he hasn't given up a ton of homers in, in a small sample size, but he's also not a very good pitcher, not somebody I fear. And I think Philly's going to go, I don't know, rel- relatively unnoticed. For the most part, that's just the way the slate's going to be outside of uh, Pittsburgh and, and Texas, assuming you know, that game plays clean. Um, anything else for the road or shall we jump on the old screen share? Let's fire up the old uh, expert survey. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> Are we on delay or something? Are we on a satellite? What just happened there? Uh, all right, who is your uh, here's the old expert survey? Of course, it's just one of the things you get if you are a premium member here at RG. Uh, give me your favorite cash game. Cheese, even on his birthday, was answering this, by the way. Good for Cheese. Again, wish him a happy birthday on the Twitter machine. Throw him some dad jokes. Throw him some Stephen Wright jokes. So he'll thoroughly appreciate it, I bet. Uh, all right. Uh, these guys, it's kind of a mixed bag. Who's your favorite cash game hitter? Yeah, my favorite cash game hitter, it's uh, Gregory Polanco. Uh, he's definitely the guy that I'm going to like him a ton. Tournaments? Yeah, it's uh, Eugenio Suarez, as you would say, Dean. Uh, he's a really good option against a lefty. Uh, hitting all the barrels, uh, give me Suarez. That's my favorite people. I, I would actually say his name correctly, and I would call him Eugenio Suarez, but that's just me. And apparently my internet's going goofy in the office again. Yeah, uh, your, your internet is, uh, you know, you're rattled. Seven, throw the sevens in chat, guys. Seven, seven, seven. Dean is killing that. Aren't you a moderator? You should know what it's like. They hate that. They do not appreciate yeah. the sevens. I'm, I'm going to throw the sevens in there, and I definitely egg it on. You are a hypocrite, man. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I couldn't get hardwired to hold our conversation. So hopefully we'll power through these last 15 minutes. Again, start loading up your questions in chat because we're going to get to those briefly. Your favorite pitcher uh, in cash games. This is an easy one. Uh, yeah, it, it's Trevor Bauer. Uh, pretty simple. Tournaments. Uh, Zach Greinke, man. Uh, I think he's an interesting option. Again, it's like the low ownership play. I, I get it could blow up. I uh, totally understand that, but I think there could be some upside there. I like Tehran, by the way. We didn't, we didn't really talk about Tehran, but I think he's yeah. – we kind of mentioned him in passing. Well, here, your favorite cheap pitcher for cash games. Is it Tehran? Yeah. 
Uh, no, uh, mine's going to be uh, Vinny Velasquez. Uh, that, that's the guy I would end up going to. But I, again, if you're watching the show, like don't change because of what I said. Like it, I think, I think Julio Tehran is a great play. Like he's, he's a guy. No, no, Jamino's watching and like you, you move the ownership needle right now. Like the ownership needle is going up and down as far as Tehran and Velasquez, at least like 0.01%. It's, it's being moved right now as we speak. Uh, the ownership projections are, you know, they're fluid and they're ever changing all the way up the lot. And depending on what Van Gogh says for sure. Uh, your favorite salary saver? Uh, for pitcher? Uh, oh no, for hitter. Uh, it, it's, it's Jose Peraza. Like him a ton. I think there's, he's, he's a great value play. And one reason why, and I always like to talk about this in baseball and for cash games is there's a lot of outs, right? Dean, uh, he can steal a base. He can get a single. He's going to beat the bad pitcher. He can walk because Vargas is terrible. There's just a lot of opportunity for him. And Hey, he's batting first. The player you're most afraid of having little no exposure to? Uh, it's probably, I think I have this in a different order, but I think it's Mookie Betts. It's probably that Boston outfield in general. Uh, that's the, kind of the guys I'm, I'm on one of my cash teams. I'm kind of debating which Boston outfielder to go right now. And I think I have JD Martinez at, at the current time, but uh, Mookie Betts, I'm definitely scared of not having as much exposure to. Yeah, Trout's a popular answer. And yeah, he's facing Clayton, uh, Clay Buckholz. So yeah, he, like, he's terrible too, by the way. We don't really talk too much about him, but if you look at like the stat cast data, he's been getting hit pretty badly. So uh, uh, the Angel stack is a tough one to get behind, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is where we are. Wow, that, that lineup's loaded though. They have Justin Moore. At the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high price pitcher, you'll have little to no exposure, little to no exposure to. Uh, let's see. High price. Uh, I, I wrote this. I feel like you're going out of order on me. No, I'm not. I'm just, dude, you, you could have just pulled it up on the site yourself. You're racist, right? Uh, high price hitter or pitcher, you said? Pitcher. Uh, I, I guess I'll go, with Garrett, I'll go with Garrett Cole, probably because of the weather. But hitter, it's probably Bellinger and the Dodgers bats because it's in a bad ballpark. All right, we can kind of meld stacks and domes with this. Uh, give me your favorite stacks. All right, well, here's my sneaky home run call because that's one of them, and I wanted to talk about it. It's Juan Soto. I think he, I think, definitely think he bangs one out. Is in a really good. The story. one question you're actually prepared to answer, I don't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So favorite overall stack? I mean, it's the chalk. It's the Pirates. I'll have them in my cash games for sure. But my favorite sneaky stack. Uh, it's probably going to be the Cardinals stack. Like them a ton. Other stacks that would make the list that I'm considering, Ranger stack, who's a chalkier option. Washington, I like. The Phillies are interesting. The Cubs, I think against Felix Hernandez, who's not the greatest. And then, hey, uh, the Angels maybe, but man, uh, it's tough to get behind the Angels every day. I feel like I always like them and they're just terrible. 12 minutes before you step aside and get out of here and make way for crunch time. Today, it's Cardi, JSU, and Roth. Again, you want to hear what Roth has to say based upon some weather that lurking. I think Garrett Cole's really interesting too if that game goes uh and a game that like some people may have crossed out already in their head so yeah which i have there. by the way i've crossed it off in my head so you're 100 percent right yeah you probably shouldn't i think you should uncross i hope you use pencil and not pen yeah marker. well you you had me uh you had me doing this expert survey before the show so uh i might but have you to go that by the way <laughs> you were not prepared i did not fail it i did pretty well i think uh, <laughs> d I, I plus oh, did you say d plus I dressed up the D at least. I gave it a plus. No, it should um, be a B plus. I answered every question except the one I struggled on. Um, yeah, well, we, we, we expect excellence here. Unbelievable. Now hey, I we expect excellence. Turn your phone off, Dean. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not turning this show into like the, the producers of the, uh, the Emmys or the Oscars. This is not the one we're going to submit. <laughs> when when, when D-Train gets an award at the end of the year, he's not going to point to the show. It's no, not we're not even getting thank yous. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to give him like the, the kick of the boot off the stage. He's like, yeah, that, I'm just good. I thank everybody. I wanted to thank. We're good. Um, 
load up some questions in chat, people. And if there's some questions on the old YouTube, feel free to fire them in there now. Uh, DJ will scoop them up and throw them here in the chat. We'll knock them out for the last 10 minutes. Uh, give me three dudes uh, that are going to bang out some homers today. Who's going yard? All right, guys that are going to go yard today. Give me uh, Eugenio Suarez. I'll go with him as one. Uh, talked about him a ton, like him a lot. I'll go with Matt Carpenter as another option. And then we will go with Paul Goatschmidtdeen. Yeah, you, you got two of those three names wrong. Uh, you, you talked about Suarez so much, you still can't get his name correctly. And I just want to pull this up, like the hot take. Do you have a hot take by chance? Are you ready for this as far as expert survey? No, because you told me like you weren't going to ask me the questions oh. that were very long. So uh, my hot take, I'll give you it right now, Dean. Uh, and turn your phone off. It's Grant. He's a jerk. All right. Well, <laughs> here's my hot take, Dean. Uh, highest scoring offense of the day, and they put up double-digit runs. It's the St. Louis Cardinals. This one just tilted me because Boggs put in his hot take of the day, uh, Mookie Betts hits for the cycle. How do you predict cycles? You can't predict cycles. Well, I, I feel like he's going to hit a, a triple for sure today. <laughs> he's going to hit a dribbler up the middle. Oh, I love Boggs, but come on, Boggs. Ridiculous. Now, of course, Listen, we all know, you, you, know why, you know why he wrote that up, right? Mookie Betts in this exact moment? No, because Mookie Betts is going to circle the wagons for a cycle. <laughs> he's going to be circling the bases apparently if nothing else but uh cycle is the dumbest thing to celebrate in sports it really is it's like, like nobody realizes like three home runs is better than a cycle it's just it has a cute name it's got a good marketing scheme it's got a great pr firm behind it all right questions i'm fully tilted let's knock them out all right i gotta scroll up now to for the questions because i am a little bit behind uh as far as the uh the chat here uh, all right, first one I'm seeing from Danny Donahue, Carp or Suarez uh, in DK Cash? That is a great question, and that's one I might split. I don't really know. So it's up to you, expert. Yeah, uh, that's actually a really hard one. Jeez. Um, oh, so if I have like a – if you're playing – is this a cash game question you said? Yes. All right, so if you're playing cash, like if you have Peraz and some other reds, like maybe you have Puig in there, I don't hate maybe going Carpenter to get Cardinals exposure. So I guess it depends on your construction. If you force me to pick just one or the other, I'll go with Suarez. Uh, Fanco Cash, Goldie and Reynolds, the dude on Pittsburgh, or Jeff Bell and Frandel Reyes. I am not on Frandel Reyes. I, I'm on the uh, Tehran side. What, what are your thoughts? He's got plenty of power, but I, I'm rooting for uh, Tehran to uh, do well. Yeah, you know me, Dean. I'm going with Paul Goatschmidt there, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh stack, question mark? We've already talked about that. You're in on it. Of course. But, like, if you're going to play the Pittsburgh stack, right, like, you just can't run it back with all the chalk. you got to be a little smart with the way you build your Pittsburgh stack. So uh, keep in mind when you're building that stack, I'm not saying you have to play the bottom of the order, but if you're going to play, like, some really chalky options amongst that stack, whoever you're stacking with it, try and get a little off the board. Uh, you know, look at ownership percentages. Look at the slate IQ and see where you can get some leverage on your stack. Look at you, man. Look, look, look at the synergy here. You're, messing all, you're mentioning all the things here at RG. You're checking all the boxes. Well done there. You've totally redeemed yourself, Mango. Um, all right. Best pitcher for tournaments uh, on one pitcher sites. I think they're talking about FanDuel. Yeah. You know, I would probably just play Bauer and call it a day. Uh, I just don't care. I think he's going to be the best pitcher of the night. So uh, I'm actually, I'm probably playing two tournament teams today because I got those tickets, Dean. I know how you like those. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have Bauer on one, and then I think I have Granky on the other, but I might change it over to Cole because of the weather, and I think the ownership will be down. So if we think the weather has caused Cole's ownership to go down, I'll lean with Cole as a nice tournament option, but I still don't care. I think Bauer's the best of the day. I like the Cole call. You mentioned Granky. He's 10-3 on Vandal, which is just egregious. Yeah, it's a little high, but again, like, dude, if you're going to play, like, chalk, like, it's an interesting pivot to make there, but again, it is. 
there, I think it's in play because of the strikeout upside the Yankees can have. But the more and more that we're talking about this throughout the show, I think going to Cole as more of a tournament pitcher is a lot more viable because people are just going to write him off. The other Cole's kind of interesting too. Cole Hamels, don't mind him there on the West Coast. Uh, jumping to the AL is kind of a crowd upon, obviously. But uh, I, I did mention I like Tehran. I like Tehran against all those righties for San Diego. Uh, don't mind Velasquez, but it's going to be a tight squeeze as far as him getting that QS on handle, that quality start, because uh, he just is not efficient. But that lineup lines up beautifully for him. Uh, he, and he can go five and change, get the W, and strike out eight or nine against that terrible Detroit lineup. So that, that's kind of where I'm at as far as my favorite pitchers in the middle. Uh, I mean, I love Erebon Marquez, which is, for me, not today. Walker Bueller, really, really good pitcher, great ballpark. But, you know, he's just kind of stuck in the middle for me. I'm not going to discourage it. They're asking about Gri Griffin Canning. It's kind of sort of somewhat interesting. I don't know if he pitches beyond five. Uh, I think he hits max as far as pitches, like, ever at 90. Uh, I want to say his last time out. Again, he's been cruising here in the PCL uh, Traditional Hitters League. Uh, and he's like, you know, again, this guy's a legit prospect. Third prospect in the entire organization, really Joe Adele, is their number one guy. He's one of the top prospects in all of baseball. They have somebody else in the middle, don't recall. And then there's uh, Canning, who's essentially widely perceived to be like a top 40, top 50 prospect in all of baseball. Um, all right, let's knock uh, some more questions out here in the chat. Uh, Greg Garcia against Tehran. He is a lefty, but he's terrible, and he doesn't have a lot of pop. I, I mean – if it makes everything else work, I guess maybe, but like he's not somebody with upside. You have a thought on Garcia? Yeah, I actually have him on uh, my, my FanDuel team right now because he just makes things work, right? Uh, it, yeah. it, it makes things work over on Fantasy Draft. Sure, the thing that is tough about him if you're playing on Fantasy Draft is, you know, you can play infielders. You don't have to play these crummy players sometimes. So uh, on sites where you have to play a guy like Garcia, I think it's fine if it gets you an extra big bat, and it should. So, yeah, I don't mind it. And, again, when you want to attack Tehran, who do you want to attack it with, Dean? You want to attack him with lefty, so it's fine. Eric Hosmer? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's He's okay. okay, but, like, yeah, I feel great about it. That's, again, that's the reason why uh, that's the reason why I'm on Tehran today. It's, uh, it, this is about as good of a spot as he gonna, he's going to have. But we're looking at one, two, three lefties, Mejia, uh, Garcia, and Hosmer. Otherwise, who is Tyler France? That's a person? I don't know who Tyler France is. I've been exposed as a fraud. I have to fire him up and see who that person Tyler France is batting fifth today for the Fathers. All right. Good for him. Um, this might be his first ever at bat, or he's just going to slip through the cracks for me. I have no clue who that is. Um, all right. Let's, let's pick up the pace here. we got four minutes. It's a bunch of questions here in the chat. Casali versus Vargas. I'm okay with that. Like, I mean, obviously, Cervelli is the chalk, but Casali? Uh, yeah, I don't mind that. I think he's a guy you can plug in there and call it a day. He's batting fifth. He's cheap, and Vargas is terrible. So I like Casali as an interesting tournament option. Will anyone do better than Bauer today? Like, I'll take the field against Bauer, but I think Bauer's the top pitcher, if that makes sense. Hmm, you'll take the field against Bauer. I'm, what, what are the odds here? I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. Well, even. Like, that's, I mean, if you give me an option, who's going to have a higher score? The, the, the top guy in the field or Bauer? I'll take the field. I just can't tell you who it's going to be. Yeah, that's... But I like Bauer. I think, I mean, yeah, so... I still think I would lean Bauer, but uh, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting conversation. So you've dodged now two bets in the show. Congratulations. You're not going to wager on that one either, I assume. No, nah, I'm waiting to collect your uh, Celtics Bucks money, and then I'll, I'll take it somewhere <laughs> else, man. Uh, you like the Cincinnati stack? Yeah, I, I didn't mention them. I do like the Cincinnati stack. I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty good option today. So uh, I, I didn't mention them before, but I definitely will do it. You know, I've talked about how bad Vargas is and how I want to attack him when he's on the map. If you're stacking the, uh, Boston, I think you're – I mean, it's pretty clear that – I mean, you know, who, who would you, how would you stack Boston? 
Um, I mean, well, you're probably gonna have to play like Vincent Velasquez and Julio Tejeron if you do it. And if you're stacking Boston, I mean, I want those power righties, right? Like I think Mitch Moreland, he's in a pretty good spot and he's got a decent price. And I don't love first base today. There's a couple guys that I think are really good plays. So I would probably definitely look to get Moreland in there. Um, I would probably get all three of the outfielders because no one likes to play all three outfielders from one team. So uh, I play Ben Nintendi, Betts, Martinez. I'd go Moreland, who's batting seventh, and then I'll even throw Devers in there because, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Devers. You got Baez or the Young for shortstop? Oh, man, that's – dude, that's tough. If, if points are, you know, not – or not points. Salary's not a thing, I'd probably go with Baez. But, uh, yeah, I like both, but – Baez raw points wise is the number one. He's going to get lost in this slate, by the way. Like people are just going to yeah. punch shortstop, and uh, I, there's plenty of pop of that Baez bat. Rizzo as well too. Maybe the Cubbies are kind of sneaky out there. They are. They're they're a very sneaky stack today. Like please don't overlook them. Uh, I definitely wish I had exposure to them. I, I don't think I can. I just think they're too. You can change this if you want. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying, man. It just isn't working. I, I, and again, like that's why the, that's basically how the slate is structured, right, Dean? Like we're spending on all these pitchers, and we can't get in these bigger bats, and like. Spending on Javi Baez just sounds ridiculous. Uh, so I, I, no one's going to do it. Cubs are going to be very low on today. And if they go off for 10 or more runs, uh, you're going to be in business. Uh, as a one-off, do you like Healy or Vladdy Guerrero Jr.? I mean, they're both kind of sort of fine, but I'm not seeking him out. Yeah, I, I don't like either, really. But um, if you force me to pick, it's I guess it's Healy. Uh, let's see. A couple more questions before you step aside and get out of here. Or we get to the clock. Adam Jones versus Sabathia. Um, I have not even considered that. What do you think I, of Adam Jones? Yeah, I haven't either. I think some of like the righty bats against CC are interesting uh, with the Diamondbacks, but uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan. I'd rather just look elsewhere. I'm going to guess there's like a big BBP sample here. There's, there's a reason why they're asking this question because they used to face each other all the time when uh, Jones was on Baltimore. Let's see. I'm curious. I bet you it's a big sample size and something pops here. Uh, could be wrong. And I'm stalling and I'm scrolling. <laughs> to find this where are you sabathia oh i was thinking they're in baltimore but they're in arizona that's why all right yeah there you go uh 97 plate appearances 90 this might be the biggest sample we have in baseball now that the intro retired 90 at bats 26 hits four dublets one triple uh he had to cycle throughout his career against he's sabathia congratulations on that because he has five domes but uh nothing particularly whatever and of course these players change it's, it's whatever it's fine but you know we don't need it's okay like i'm not going to discourage it yeah, not, not something I'm seeking out. There you go. Mango, give the people some words of wisdom before you hit the beach. But we never got to see the guns out. That was very disappointing. I took the over because I knew that would happen. Uh, so I'm collecting at the window on that one. Uh, tell, get, tell the people, uh, you know, give them one smart thing, one sharp thing for the sleep before you step aside and get out of here and make some way for crunch time. Again, if you guys are going to watch crunch time, if you, are, if you guys are premium members, make sure you get in the crunch time uh, chat because a lot of times people ask questions in the regular chat and the crunch time doesn't an answer and they're confused that's because they can't see it there's a special crunch time chat uh give me i gave you a second or so to think of something smart and sharp so go ahead yeah something smart and sharp is uh if you're going to do a stack just play all the outfielders on the team because that makes you different right there dean people don't like playing all the outfielders i know i just said that before but i like doing that a ton it's a tournament strategy i've used and it's worked out well and if i would have done that the other day i would have kept max kepler in and i would have been in business and i know you're mad and tilted at me for it and the reason dean the shirt did not come off is we're going to save that for the nba premium chat where i'll, I'll stop by and hang out with the people around seven o'clock and we'll talk some nba how's that sound well, there's no video in the NBA premium chat to my knowledge, so uh, whatever. I can, post, I can post pictures, Dean, so we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Don't, don't, don't. Well, there you go. You've already here first. If you, if you weren't on, if you're on the fence as far as premium, 
There you go. So, he's uh, Van Gogh. Thanks, Van Gogh. It was fun. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the beach. People out there, thank you for watching. Enjoy your baseball tonight. Stay tuned for premium. Uh, that will be, I forgot the name of the show off the top of my head for whatever reason. What is it called? The kids call it crunch time. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Holler.